Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. Yeah. You know what that means? Well, that means we go to Van in the Sky for a traffic update. Van. Well, we're having some problems here along I-40 corridor as a semi-truck has knocked over a power line. Tramway 1 to Bow and Eubank exits are all closed, causing an absolute bleep storm all across the Albuquerque metro area. Uh, Van, not to cut you off there, Van, but does that mean all the throughway streets are also backed up in its basic gridlock for the... Uh, for the first six, first time in my six-year history of living here in Albuquerque. Well, see, what has happened, Fred, while I'm here on the ground, what I'm seeing is a bunch of no, you're idiots. you're in a helicopter. You're in a helicopter. <laughs> I mean, it's a bunch, yeah. of, bunch of idiots driving like maniacs all over the place. They're frustrated because they've never had traffic in the history of Albuquerque, and this is the first time they're ever experiencing van, a traffic to, jam. Sorry to cut you off your van. We're seeing reports that the uh, Guinness Book of World Records for U-turns is being set today. Is that is that a fact out there in these streets? A lot of swirly tire marks all over the Albuquerque metro area as people are going in circles, whether it's a U or a figure eight. They don't know what they're doing out here. 505-246-0610. Text us because we know you're in your car. We know (laughs) for a fact everyone is in their car right now. And you will be for an hour. An hour, an hour and six minutes. Oh God, we're at the wine, we're at the Horn YMCA, Indian School in San Mateo. Don't come to us if you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> do anything. Today, shelter today. in place. <laughs> do not order a DoorDash. Do like, <laughs> like today, just stay. It, it is canned tuna and crackers for you tonight, as the city is in complete and utter gridlock. Cannot get anywhere if you're east of twenty-five. Uh, period. It took me an hour and six oh. minutes to get from the heights to midtown that is a 12 minute drive it took me <laughs> it took me 45 minutes to get from near the air force base to the horn ymca at san mateo and indian school we just sat down that's an eight minute drive that's a, it tops <laughs> yeah. we just sat down not 10 minutes ago we've been here for not 10 full minutes i was on a trajectory to get here like 305 310 <laughs> we got here at 350 yes. got set up and on air with two minutes oh, to spare. Gosh. If you have a food truck, uh, t- pr- create foods, walk up and down the highway, and just uh, sell burritos for $100 a pop right now. 100%. It you would is, crush it. It is the worst. Cal Moods back at the studio. He's making the show go around. Cal, thanks for being part of the program. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. If you're not joining us on Facebook Live or YouTube yeah, Live. or Facebook.com. Cal's hair today. Oh, is, is that real? Is something <laughs> special? Bryce Harper, no, you got his I grip. Hope it never falls out. That's all I got going for me here. <laughs> Does thirty-one-year-old Bryce Harper know that you got his drip? Is that a thing that he knows about? I don't He's... think so. I don't think so. If this is my own style. Nobody can take do, it from me. <laughs> do you? Do you just wake up like that, or is this like a moose and yeah, brush? Yeah, that's a good question. Like a blow dry thing. Oh God! You just naturally it's that good looking. It's, it's, <laughs> it's genetics. I, Minor Levi's. <laughs> 
No, not those jeans. But no, it's a daily shower routine and not too much else. Not a whole lot of product. Well, you're crushing it, brother. Just like you're crushing it on the production side. Thank you. Yeah, doing well, a good job. We we're literally calling Cal on the way over because uh, more inside radio talk. We're calling Cal on the way over, and we're like, listen, we're not going to make it. Not going to make it. Like we cannot get off of San Mateo to the broadcast location, which is the Horn YMCA, the inter- basically the intersection of Indian School and San Mateo. We were minutes from here. To walk would have been a better decision. We could we're, have walked yeah, faster. We're, we're like, we can't make it. And you're like, don't worry, Friday, we'll go to Zach Gelb. We'll put <laughs> Zach Gelb up there don't for Don't do that to the people of Albuquerque. <laughs> no, I didn't that. want you to worry. We would have Nothing against that. Zach Gelb. No, I'm sure he's great. He ain't the boys. He's not. Not bringing the heat. Speaking of the heat... We see you, Texter. We see you, Facebook Messenger. We know you want us to formally admit that New Mexico State is a legitimate D1 product. We're not saying it's not. And we'll get into that at much length today. But And I don't know if it's the same individuals over and over again or if this is a new movement where now for the first time in at least the six years I've lived in the city, five years I've worked in radio, that New Mexico State fan finally has something to brag on and they really do have the terrible energy that everyone has described them as always having sure. because they are only now starting to bark a little louder and right. attempting to bite because for a long time they were chihuahuas. Right. For a long time they were right. little chubby chihuahuas. We Aggies, we we are uh, the, 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 the stepchild of the state. We're the, and now you got a football team that wins on some Wednesdays, which yeah. is. Your, uh, your Aggies, you know, we're just talking uh, across the board on sports. Right. Good baseball team. They've kind of had the upper hand in the basketball rivalry recently. They've had the upper hand in football. And if we're going to do some counting stats, they're absolutely crushing it at sexual assault. And they're leading one nothing in manslaughter. So. Aggies oh, are doing that thing lately. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But their quarterbacks won in awards. That's cool. I'm not saying it's not cool. I am saying I saw the opponent you're playing. I am saying Wednesdays are worse than Thursday short games. I am saying I see you. I see you, Aggies fan, that, that I haven't heard from in five years. I see you. That looks like a, a recruiting snafu. And I, I'm assuming that, you know, Coach G usually gets kids of, like, high moral fiber and – you know, guys that are house trained sure. usually. But Pavia, like the product. Pavia, Pavia. I know what I said. Okay. Pavia, like the product on the field, yeah. looks like superior. Yeah. Like we missed that one. Hey, good quarterback. Whoopsie. We talk about that character stuff. You know, obviously there were some red flags. Obviously. Sure. We can give you sure. examples. You don't accidentally go to NIMI. Right. You know, the Mexico Military Institute, although I think is a very great school. Right. I've been so fortunate to broadcast a lot for them. I see the cadets. I don't call them student athletes out there. I call them cadets out sure. there. Sure, sure. Not everyone's going by choice. It's not at all a Roger Staubach situation right. where they want to get into the military services. It's not at all that. I, I, I grew up with a few um, cadets who yes. ended up going to NIMI. Uh, one of them was by choice. Yes. The rest of them were not. No. Yeah. Have you ever messed with an ROTC program? It's wild. Not particularly. I had a, um, I don't know what word to use, relationship okay. with like a ROTC individual. I wake up at an early hour. I mm-hmm. like to start my day. Yeah. You know, I, I, I enjoy getting out early. I enjoy 10 o'clock rolling around and going, oh, almost lunch. I did not today. <laughs> Howie's night. sports page went hard on, on Luke's birthday Long party. Long night at Howie's last yeah. night. Your boy's my wor- not in the best shape. My worst Irish goodbye of all time last night from Howie's. You saw me the second I walked out. I always see you the no, second. No, you don't. Not everyone else does, though. 
I know you. I know your temperature. I know your body language. I can tell right when you're about to do I it. I wait for the exact moment. <laughs> yeah. I let everyone because you know I am. I'm the I'm the I'm uh-huh. the I'm the uh, COA. I'm the center of attention, uh-huh. right? But I let them all peel off, Cal. I let them all. They start talking to each other. They're telling each other. They're repeating my jokes to each other. Said, Time to go. <laughs> Time to get out of here. But it was a fun night at Howie Sports Page last night. Uh, I was right on the picks. I had it called the whole time. I said, Cowboys, they got you with the points. Also, it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I said low 20s to low teens. Close enough. Sure. Them boys coming out ahead. It is um, – I mean, that that was a big one for yeah. the Cowboys season. They're going to – if the Cowboys have playoff success, you're going to talk about this game as being a pivotal game throughout their season. A good Chargers team great Chargers quarterback they won on the road I was wrong rub it in my face got a fun one today the big news in the world of sports not to derail you van mm-hmm. the ice top sold today Bunch did you hear what I just said <laughs> your Albuquerque your Albuquerque ice topes have been sold sold to a sports management company of sorts so it seems like that's their specialty they manage sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Traub will be joining us at 5 o'clock. He's the GM. And of, will remain. And will remain. From what I understand. Correct. So he will join us at 5 o'clock to talk about what changes you will see, what changes you won't see. Um, we're going to talk zero on the field product, but we're absolutely going to talk Albuquerque Isotopes, obviously the lineage here in the city, what direction it's going to go. So that'll be at 5 o'clock on the dot. And here's I'll, the thing. I'll probably sneak in a Winton Bernard reference. It's only 52 minutes from here, Van, which means if you're on Highway 40, you'll have made it almost one full exit by that yeah, time. Really good. That's incredible. That's great progress. Way to go. For today. <laughs> Just don't leave your car. Wait, hold on. You don't have that option. And it's a weird layout of a city because there's that big old arroyo that runs between them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a way to come in and, like, move a barrier or do a thing. Right. Like, you cannot physically do that. You're stuck. You're stuck. And they're going to try to get you off. They're going to say, hey, like, here's here's a name up through street, right? A, a San Mateo or Wyoming or Eubank or Louisiana or whatever. We're doing them all. Um, maybe. You're who's, definitely going to be stuck. Who's doing traffic for us today? They're, this is probably the busiest they've Ty, ever been in their run, entire yeah, life. What's the traffic update, Light? Are people just running around like crazy at the, at the studio? Are their arms all in a flare like they're outside of a used car dealership? Mm-hmm. Is that what's happening? It's been pandemonium, but it has also been crazy because I've had 20 or 30 calls from people who don't know what's happening with the accident, and they are all wondering what's going on. What's happening? Is there an accident on I-40? There, I a lot. I tr- the, the thing I saw is a truck, a semi-truck, sure. hit a power line, uh-huh. and that's the end of days. Yeah, and the power line was just flinging, flanging across 40 trying to oh, it's so terrifying. electrocute street people. And, well, and also car people, which are Autobots. Also, <laughs> are you talking? Are you referring to Transformers? Yes. Okay. Also, just regular cars. Okay. Can you imagine if you're like on low fuel and you're like, all right, I, you know what I'm doing? I'm just gonna make it to Sam's Club. Yeah. That's no, why you're I'm not. Like, no, you're not gonna make it. Just park. Turn the car off. And they, you got a water bottle. What do you do after that point? <laughs> I've never been in that because you know me. I'm so obsessive, weird, I don't know what word to use, Right. to where I don't let my tank get down below half a tank. I get weird if it's below half a tank. I'm a quarter tank guy. Yeah, I don't let it go below a quarter well, your usually. Car, your car's half battery. Yeah, I know. That's like, that's, like that's like three quarters tank for most people. There'll, there'll be a moment every few months. By the way, we're talking about my Toyota Prius. I'll yes. have for at least one more day. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in power, King. 
Uh, Electric power. I get such good gas mileage that I'll go months without filling up the tank, and it'll start beeping at me. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, i got to put gas in it. I remember you. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Usually just gas station is for 40s. World Series baseball <laughs> in the work. Not World Series. National League and American League Championship baseball currently underway. We'll talk at length about the Astros. Oh, God. Oh, God. So Your boy's funny. not doing great. Texas will be represented in the World Series. We know that for a fact. Yeah, there's five more games to be played. Philadelphia looks like the truth. We'll talk about the leadoff to that game and how it set the pace for that game. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll recap the NFL in a way we didn't get to over the weekend. I was asked by some friends of the show if I wanted to retract any of my harsh UNM statements from yesterday. I'm still hurt. Like, I'm going to be honest. I, would th- I said I'll think about it for one full day's. Yeah, I mean, you're going through all the stages of grief. I'm, I'm hurt. I'm, I, yes. You've hit. You've recently hit acceptance. I'm accepting. I think bargaining's next. Is it or is it the my, other way? My in, normally my <laughs> uh-huh. internal voice is my own voice or Daniel Stern. Mm-hmm. Currently, it's Denny Green, and the Lobos are who I think they are, and that's a bummer for me because it's hurting me. Much like the American League Championship Series, there's yes. a lot of games left. There are some. The Bows can still turn it around. Don't you worry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried adjacent. Yeah, samesies. <laughs> yeah. Big night, Thursday night. We will be, obviously, at Sadie's on 4th getting ready for Thursday night football. But I will not be in tenants. We'll have, a, uh, we'll have to go to the bullpen for me because I'll be at Duke City Championship Wrestling. Sure. This upcoming Thursday at the historic El Rey Theater. Big announcement. We have set a ticket sales record again. This Ooh. is... Five consecutive Baby. months in a row where we've outsold the previous incarnation of the product. So we're so very excited. Thank you to everyone that has come through. Thank you to everyone who has been so very kind and, and took the time to, to spend their money on our product. It is a big deal uh, to me. And, and obviously, I say this every time. Thank you for lining daddy's pockets. Sure. Like I say that, like I'm pretending like it's a fun thing. It's a factual thing. It, it means the world to me that people support and all the social media message and everything. So we're two days away from that. But also Lobo Women's Soccer Senior Night is Thursday. They are collecting donations for Winter Animal Shelter Drive. Oh, I love that. Accepting any new or lightly used toys, treats, blankets before the match. I reached out uh, to my friends of my former employment, uh, Sports and Wellness. Okay. And I said, hey, you got any of those old uh, gym towels? You got any of those old... You know, wiper downers, you got any of that? And they said, uh, yeah, Fred, we will definitely donate those to uh, to help a good cause. So that will be my contribution to UNM Lobo Soccer. Uh, not the best season they've had in the history of the season, but winning a senior night is a big deal. Yeah, let's go. So good luck to them. The weekend will start off right. And don't forget this Friday, Van and I are hosting Fall Festival. We'll be doing that at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Uh, it's an afternoon start for the boys, but we're going to be there. Don't forget, if you do attend with us, uh, make sure you bring lots of dollars. Just kidding, it's free. It mm-hmm. is a free event. Come and hang out with us. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. Whenever we get back, the recap of Championship Series Baseball, RIP Houston. Watch your mouth. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Amazing witness technique. Didn't quite finish my carrot. This is the mellow music that our friends of the show that are. You want to use the word stuck or surviving? Stuck, definitely. Okay. That are stuck in the 
um, Albuquerque traffic. You could say Mageddon. Mageddon, yeah. thank you. I was going to go with Gate. I mean, you could say Carmageddon. That that might work. Yeah. yeah. Traffic Gate doesn't sound that intense. Should we, call, should we call Marissa Mays and just say, hey, what's up? Give us the update. <laughs> yeah, give us the update. Cal is saying during the break, people are calling to correct our understanding of power lines versus uh-huh. communication lines versus thin lines versus first down lines. Here's the thing. If it's on a power pole, it's a power line. Yeah. I'm not going to be that guy. Doesn't the, the communication line need power? Yeah. Doesn't it have, have power to be on? I'm, I'm sorry that I don't currently work at Comcast. Yes. And that I can tell you. The, uh, what different drops come to your house? I have Don't. no idea. Yeah. Number one, get a new hobby. Whoever called in. Number two, unless it was Danielle Tedesco or yeah or somebody like that. Like, thank you for correcting us. Also, I'm anyone a, else get a hobby. Well, can we be real fair? Sure. Like to be fair. Mm, to be real fair. Thank you. I really like the way you did that. Text that to the program. <laughs> Also from the texter, fairly certain Fred didn't pick Dallas to win that game last night, despite what he just said and all the picks. Here's the thing. I did. And you literally I did. Pre- I said it because I said, I'm not about to park my car in a parking lot full of Dallas Cowboys fans and not pick Dallas. That's accurate. People get us confused a lot, and uh, I don't yes. know why. It's too much. We look different. We sound different. We're different yeah. shapes and sizes, but that's okay. Yeah. I was the idiot who picked the Chargers last night. The only thing you, you and I did, in fact, choose the Cowboys. Have in common is our uh, Eskimo um, status. That is correct. Yes, that, that is, correct. is correct. Accurate. In our love of pitchers of Bud Light at Howie Sports Page on Monday. How is, we have how, that in common as how well. How are you Houston Astros right now? I'm not doing great, no, Fred. No, neither are your Houston I'm Astros. I'm in a bad spot. They refuse to score in a timely manner. When they refuse to get big hits. Teams who win the first two games of a seven-game series win the series 75% of the time. Seems low. Teams who win the first two games on the road win the series 86% of the time. So I'm not doing great as an Astros fan. You're not going to win. And the world loves this, yeah. by the way. If you're not from Houston or you didn't fall in love with the Killer Bees in the 90s and 2000s, the whole world is rooting against the Astros. So this is like, I get it. I get it, Yankees fan. Like, I know what it feels like. I know what it's like to be the bad guy. If this helps you at all. The Yankees one time lost a series where they're up three to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does if that, any, if does anyone's, anyone's going to do it, it's going to be the Houston baseball Astros. They've been there, they've done it. They're experienced, they're battle tested, and they're just friggin' talented. And they whipped the Rangers all year during the regular season. Eh, I mean, they only won like the season matchup. They only dominated them offensively. They only really. Shut down their most prominent hitters. They only on the last day of the season did a little whoop de woo move yep. to show that they were the better team all year long, only on the very last day. Um, with all that said, they are they they are meeting their daddies. They're meeting their stepdaddies, they're meeting their older dads, it's, they're uh, meeting yeah. their second dads, yeah. they're meeting their other family's dads, uh, they're meeting daddy O's. 
there. If you buy tickets to Duke City Championship Wrestling, you're sliding money into Daddy's pockets. Mm-hmm. DCCWTickets.com. Keep going. We got time. Yeah, that's what they're. That's what they're doing. Well, I don't mind telling you that the Houston Astros were the only team in the playoffs with a losing record at home, so they haven't had a lot of success at home this year, especially since the cheating scandal was over. <laughs> but they are the best road team in baseball, so they don't scare. They do fine on the road. You know, Dallas has a bunch of passionate Rangers fans, and they get to hand the ball to Max Scherzer sure. with his uh, heterochromatic husky puppy eyes uh and so that's a pretty good problem to have going back home and handing it to a multiple cy young award winner gosh you're so wrong you're so incredibly jaded you're so incorrect (laughs) even if they're everything that you just said even if they win two games on the road in arlington against the texas rangers even if all those things happen they're only even at that point even if they do the most extraordinarily unpredictable thing they're only back to normal right 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 you can yep. down 2-0 is always bad that's the worst one you could be after two down if you play down 2-0 in your own house yes is bad there are right now bootleg they don't do this the way they used to this used to be so cool you and you didn't grow up in a big major league baseball city and you're having money years? Sure. Okay. And also, friends of the show who didn't grow up in a big Major League Baseball city during your spending money years, you might not get what I'm about to say, and you might not get just how cool it was. You right now in Arlington have guys outside the stadium that have paid off the guys that worked the crosswalks. Sure. And they are selling T-shirts that say six more wins, baby. Like, they are selling T-shirts like bootleggy boys, yeah, and it's it's a T like um, minus an H equals. Oh yeah, like, yeah, and, and it's all these fun, yeah, super crappy. Wash it one time, it falls apart. Great memories. You only want to wear it the once. The once. Yeah, the once to that game. To that one. Houston, you have a problem. Do you remember when the Athletics yeah. had their fan base do those T-shirts like very sure. recently? It's like that, but it's it's like a micro scale, and it's only like on one. It's only on one corner. Right. You know. And that is happening in Arlington because they haven't had that chance since 2011. A guy who makes and sells the T-shirts, like, just crushes it for one day, and then he has to go back to his day job probably selling drugs. You know the guy. Remove the word probably. (laughs) Guys, we have a listener here who is on hold if you want to take a call. What names help, Cal? What's up? It's Lenny. From yesterday. Oh, oh, friend of the show, Lenny. Lenny. Okay, Lenny, welcome Lenny, to the program. Feel free to trash now, my let, Astros. Let Lenny know that we are currently baseball centric. Lenny, welcome. How you doing? My favorite shirt when I was living in New York. Love it. Love it. Mitch Wart making the playoffs. I adopted the Yankees. Was the Boston Red Sox suck shirt that we would sell outside the stadium? Yep. It's the best. Yeah. Red but it, it lasted more than one wash. I think it lasted three. <laughs> but you know what? You know, that was a time when you had to do the heat transfer, so it was different. It was a different time, Lenny. Right. So let's, you know, let's give a little credit to Mitch Garver, Albuquerque resident. Stud. He's had six, six RBIs, 19 homers, 50 RBIs for the season. But the only way this class would have been better if Sergio would have been against Verlander. Yeah. Yeah, but 
But Houston having 50 wins, didn't they have, I think it was 50 wins on the road. That's 53. just an anomaly. But Houston could look back over their shoulders and ask how Baltimore, Atlanta, and L.A. did. Well, that's a good point. Okay, I this, mean, is the series, this is a series where Texas is a year early from where they should be, but they're going to the World Series, and Philly <laughs> is the Jimmy Butler of basketball. 100%. up for the playoffs. Nick Caslianos is a dude. We're going to talk about Kyle Schwarber at length. Yep. We're going to talk about Bryce Harper, who yesterday turned 31, and then he blew out the candles on his fingers, and it was the coolest thing I ever that saw. Was so You're not wrong, yeah, dude. And I mean, that was... No, it's great basketball. It's great baseball. And I know some of the purists are going to go, well, we didn't do it back then. Well, because no one thought of it back then. Yeah, good point. Right. You you have to reinvent the game. And baseball, by and large, if you see it live, is a boring game where you just go and hang out with friends. A lot of truth. Disagree. <laughs> We're on I mean, the same I had page. Season tickets for the, I had season tickets for the Padres. We would just hang out, you know, we missed a play, we looked up on the video screen, and we saw the highlight again. That's a sweet San Diego you know, brag on a lifestyle. Uh-huh. That's you know, Southern, Southern Cali vibes they there. They speeded it up with the pitch count or with the clock and everything, and the batters have to get in so you don't have them moving out. But this is the time of year where if you're going to watch baseball, you're going to watch it. Now, for ratings, it would have probably been better Houston and Philly but a little rematch. Houston has taken over as the this generation's New York Yankees, like you said. Everyone hates them. But the cheating scandal is only what two players left from that team. Yeah, Bregman and Altuve. Right, and if you want, I'll give you the, the jersey I had made that said "cheaters" with their numbers on the back, all four of them. <laughs> I'll wear it. Yeah, <laughs> except I did it different just to – I did the age of what they were for that season on the back for all four of them. I mean, sure. I just had a little fun and made the jersey, and it's an orange one. Well, technically there's only one person left from the cheating scandal. Because Jose Altuve, Altuve, okay, here we go. Altuve and Josh Reddick didn't participate, but everyone else did. I know, but Altuve was still there, so he's guilt by association. Oh, no doubt. Absolutely. And he's the one that gets booed. I love it. Lenny, we're going to break, but whenever we get back, we're continuing this conversation. Thank you for your call, brother. Obviously, we're going to talk a ton about the Phillies doing that thing early. Diamondbacks, I think, are going to end up being in trouble. We'll recap um, the hottest start I've ever seen to a Major League Baseball playoff game yesterday. Bonkers. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Phillies have oversold every single home game this postseason by at least 2,500 tickets. Phillies on one right now, man. They look like the team of destiny this year in the playoffs. They got the one-two punch, really a pretty good one-two-three punch starting pitchers, and then just a bunch of dudes all up and down that lineup. Let's say there's like a first pitch of a game. What's like the best thing you could do with that? Uh, go up one nothing. That's pretty good to do. <laughs> Gosh. 
you remember a couple of years ago when the National League went to the DH? And everyone was doing weird stuff. It was like, you said, what's that cat's name that played with the Pirates? Vogel song? Yeah, The big, yeah. The big boy? Yeah. That, you're batting them lead off and stuff, and you're seeing all this, like. So, anyways, Philly's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we don't need base runners. We need runs. You know who you know who we need to have lead off? Who's that? The guy who hits under two hundred. <laughs> that's, that's like the most modern baseball logic you can see anywhere in the league. The guy, it's three a perfect three true outcome player, either hits a home run, strikes out, or gets a walk. Like his on base percentage is fantastic, but you wouldn't know it by looking at his batting average. This guy wouldn't have been able to play in the league a decade or more ago. You'd have been laughed off of the team. He can't. He's not even hitting 250. You can't survive in Major League Baseball unless you're hitting at least 250. Welcome, everyone, to the ballpark. We're excited for today's matchup leading off for the field. And it's him. Why are you driving the D-Rap Hill? It's a Schwarbaum. You don't get and then, And then you're done. The game was over at that moment. Right. At that moment, because there are too many fans. There's too much possibility in that lineup. There's too much talent. And then Bryce Harper comes up, and he's like, anything you can do, I can uh-huh. do better. On his birthday, even? I can do anything. <laughs> I, I was, you know, we were obviously Monday. We are at Howie's Sports page. I was talking to some friends of the show at the bar right yeah. when the game started. First pitch, Kyle Schwarber, Donger. And I'm like, hey, Zach Gallen has been so good through this season and the playoffs, that might be the only run they have all game. Crack. Oops. Bryce Harper felt like an idiot immediately. That Schwarber one, and I'm not a guy who super cares about, like, speed off the bat, blah, blah, blah. 117 miles per hour? Are you joking me? And his O face after he hit it was a thing of beauty. Bryce Harper then cracks a dinger. Also, yesterday, Bryce Harper's birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. People calling him the – does he have a cool nickname that I don't know about? Is he the natural? Does he have anything of this nature? Because I feel like for some dumb reason, he's been hated forever. And he is not to be hated. He's a dude. He's a full-on dude. He's a full-on dude. I mean, he, he's got a little sprinkle of, like, douchey frat boy in his repertoire. Oh, I disagree. But he is an absolute dude. He plays his heart out. He's the best teammate. He's got, then, he's got, to me, he's got like LeBron James vibes. Yeah, and is that Sports Illustrated too early stuff? Oh, yeah. But it's not douchey frat boy. It's not that at all. What it is, it's better than you country club kid. Sure. What it is sure. is, um, this, the, this is not going to hit with you because it's pro wrestling, the CM Punk, I've never done drugs, I've never drank, I'm better than you at this thing that I, I'm doing as a hobby that you're trying to do professionally. I'm Bryce Harper, baby. That's, I thought that dude sucked in real life. I yeah. Thought he, like, yeah, he kind of sucked. That's a bad comp. I mean, it's like a 60-40. It's like a, it's like a 60-40. We don't know. I mean, public <laughs> perception is sure. what it is. Sure, sure, sure. Better not show up at Survivor Series while I'm there. I'll be so mad. Please don't do that. Please don't show up at Survivor Series for the loudest pop of all time in your hometown of Chicago, Illinois, while I'm there in attendance. I'll just be so angry. I'd, please don't do that, WWE. The LeBron of baseball, I would say. <laughs> yeah, like you said, Sports Illustrated way too early. Yep. All the pressure, the whole world on his shoulders, and he's lived up to it every single year. 
He started playing so young. Your kids can also start playing young. Here at the YMCA Central New Mexico, registration for members starts 1023. That's on Monday. If you're not a member, you got to wait till Tuesday, 1024. But we're telling you to become a member. You can sign the family up for $68 here, Zan. That's all it takes for your $68 hair membership and a $15 jersey fee because you're going to keep that thing forever and wear Absolutely. it out. Volleyball leagues for kids 8 to 17, recreational basketball leagues, kids 6 to 9, advanced basketball leagues 8 to 13, and K-division basketball leagues for ages 4 to 5. That is the funnest, cutest stuff of all team, all time. Don't forget, coaches, you can volunteer. Call Kyle at 505-595-1515 or Kyle Pietras, P-E-T-R-A-S, that's K-P-E-T-R-A-S, at YMCACNM.org. Reach out, get your kids signed up. The short of it is, if you become a member through the family membership van, your kids play sports for free. That's basically it. You just got to buy a shirt. Fifteen bucks? Fifteen dollars for a shirt. But Fred, my kids only like video games. They don't play sports. Good news. With YMCA's new eSports lounge van, eSports leagues are happening this moment. Sign-up registration ends Friday, but it's kids 8 to 17. You have them come in. It's the coolest, most beautiful, fun room you'll ever see. They were telling, is it Rocket League, Smash Bros? Those are like the two, or is there other ones as well? Those? I think it's it's all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's like the, the two big ones. Those are the two big ones. Right. So anyway, so that is launching now. Get your kids in early, and don't forget this Saturday, October the 21st, you can go down to Santa Fe Brewing. Hang on at the Green Jeans. That's the one there on Cutler Van. You're familiar mm-hmm. with that. I'm very familiar. It is. Uh, it's going to be a laugh is what it's going to be. It is It is eight years of Green Jeans uh, with Santa Fe Brewery's partnership, and they want to donate to the Y. So $1 from every pint sold will be donated to the YMCA Scholarship Fund. Go down there, get food, get drink, do that thing. We're going to head down after our time at the Fall Festival right. this upcoming Saturday, so that's going to be a lot of fun. When we get back, we wrap up. The first hour, continuing out our Major League Baseball talk, our CSs, as we give some predictions on tonight, is, um, I mean, it's Redtober in Philly. I mean, it's, it's a special thing. I can feel it. They weren't that good during the season. This is the best part of baseball. That's the best part of baseball, man. You crushed it. That's what October is all about, man. That one team that gets hot. You never see them coming, especially when they got dudes like Bryce Harper on a team that makes it even more fun. John Traub will join us at 5 o'clock. The GM of your Albuquerque Isotopes talk about the sell of the team. That's a thing. That is a thing that happened today. Yeah. Um, we regularly break bread with the Isotopes. We regularly break bread with front of the office employees. We regularly enjoy adult beverages. We had no idea. Nope. This one this one was kept tight to the chest, yep. and everything we are about to learn about it, we're going to learn with you, friend of the show, here on air, because we don't know. John Trouble, join us, and we're going to ask every stupid question, 505-246-0610. Let us know. And we're double-dipping into the United, and the second half of the program is Chanel Weesey Carl will join us because they got their big gala coming up, man. We'll talk a little bit about Ooh. the United Gala. Also, David Weesey Carl will join us in the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, here's a thing. If you thought you heard two last they're um they're married. They're married. They're married. It is a family-run organization, the New Mexico United. I mean, they're the power couple. They're that soccer. thing. Yes. Yes, absolutely. They're that thing no one else is trying to be. And they're crushing it. If you and I wanted to be the power couple of, of soccer, they would be in trouble. Well, I think we're the power couple of sports entertainment. Yeah. Adjacent. Yep. Two men on. 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports
Van, what's a noble tiger? <laughs> oh, oh, why are you rubbing this in? No outs, bases loaded, team fails to score a run. No outs, bases loaded, ends with team incapable of getting easy run. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, Noble, Noble Tiger. Tiger. Why yeah. do I ask that? Oh, maybe because it happened to my beloved Astros last night. Is that why you're asking? Are you saying that because Brantley singled and then McCormick singled and then Pena reached on an air and then Diaz struck out? But then after that, Altuve struck out and just for fun, Alex Bregman grounded out? Is mm. that why you're saying that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one hurt. I knew that one was going to be the one that turned around not only that game, but the whole series. And boy, did they choke that one away. <laughs> Everyone, get in here. We're making fun of the Astros. Hey, everyone. <laughs> everyone, join the party. We're loving it. Watch what you wish for, brother. Oh, is that what we're doing? The, Astro- <laughs> the, Astros, the Astros can turn it right back on with the best of them. They can go into – again, I will say this again. Mm-hmm. They're the best road team in baseball. They have been choking at home all year. If anyone's going to do it, it's this incantation of the Houston baseball Astros. Can I give a fun inside radio real quick? Please. I tell you during the break what we're going to come back to, and then I hit you with weird stuff like this. Uh Uh-huh. And it's so fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, cool. We're past the Astros part. We're going to go on in the – we're going to talk some others. We're not. Oh, we can just do it for three hours. That's fine. I love it. I love watching you squirm. I love watching (laughs) – I love watching you loser cheaters – Get what you deserve. Reformed loser cheaters, by the way. You know what I, I hate? You know what I hate about you? Look, Astros aren't just the bad guys. They're the good guys for all of baseball. <laughs> no, they are not. Because the Astros organization fell on the sword so they didn't have another league-wide scandal. The Astros are the good guys in this situation. The Houston <laughs> baseball Astros took one for the entirety of Major League uh-huh. Baseball. Could you imagine the scandal if it was exposed that dozens of teams in Major League Baseball were all cheating, were all doing the exact same thing the Houston Astros were doing. You know that what, would be a scandal of epic proportion. You know you're doing? And the Astros fell on the sword. You're creating excuses and yes, false narrative. That's exactly what I'm you're doing. Projecting. Let me do it. And you are not allowing <laughs> us to celebrate Bryce Harper's fourth home run of the postseason on his 31st birthday where he rounded third and held up three fingers and he held up one finger on two different hands and he blew out the candles of his fingers right in front of the catcher. He, you're, we're not able to celebrate that because you're over here in perma mourning about your losers and we're not able to get on this program and talk about Craig Kimbrell's weird elbow who's never blown a save in the postseason i couldn't tell you how many attempts he has but you know his name you know it's enough that it's qualifying that i say that then we're not uh-huh. talking about that and we're not talking about how bryce harper and kyle schwarber both hit 420 foot dongers 420 nice and how nick castellanos is no longer just a meme anymore he's a legit ball player and we're celebrating these squads because you are over here with your head buried in your pillow drinking your sorrows away at howie's sports page last yeah. time I did way too much of that last Wiping night. Wiping the tears from your eyelids and the drools from your, your hip mustache. Thank you very much for that. At least you sprinkled in one compliment, and that is very big of you. <laughs> I'm in a bad spot, man. You're not good. I, I'm not doing great. So that's why I'm obviously making excuses and projecting and using every bit of baseball logic I have yeah. that the Astros are going to turn it around. Mm-hmm. 
but they can. <laughs> they can. They're a very capable baseball team. They can do it, Fred. What's it like to know what the Orioles feel like? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, I'm not, I'm not taking it, whether they turn it around this season they- or not, <laughs> whether they do it or not, I'm not going to take for granted <sighs> how spoiled I've been. As a baseball fan. Why, because you have seven straight ALCSs? Seven straight ALCSs. It's never happened before. This is unprecedented in the history of baseball, especially modern baseball. The the run that this team is on, I'm not taking it for granted. I've been so spoiled. My childhood team has been crushing it, fastly approaching a decade of dominance. They got a guy from Albuquerque there. They got people from all around the world on this team. I am so lucky to be an Astros fan, to grow up in Houston. Not so much that part. But being an Astros fan, it's just so peak right now. I love it. And they're making a comeback. You done lying? Yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> to myself mostly. Why are but they also a- to thousands of people listening right now, probably still stuck in traffic. There's only two things that are currently happening. One, the Rangers figured them out. That's one really pro- possible thing. Where the Rangers said, we know this thing about the Astros that no one else knows, and we didn't bother to, number one, tell anyone. Number two, use it when we knew it earlier in the season. <laughs> all, all season? Just in case. It? Okay. You don't think that's a possibility? No. Oh, I do. I think they're holding something. Game one, Justin Verlander threw an absolute gem. Okay, got hit on Six one. and two-thirds, yeah. two earned runs. The Astros just didn't score. That's the thing they that's know. Not, that's not like some magic formula. They didn't score last Astros. night. They didn't just let they scored four runs. Not enough. That's yeah, not... one short. Was, yeah, and then Framber Valdez, who's been lights out all year, gives up four runs in the first. He usually starts and ends strong. This is the same Framber Valdez that had 24 straight quality starts last year and another 20 this year. He doesn't give up big innings. They got one over on him. John Traub joins us when we get back from the break. I'm not in good shape. Normally, we would ask, like, John about, like, major baseball playoffs. We'd ask him about all those things. We can't today. There's literally too much Isotopes news. You don't think he's going to take a jab at my Astros? I know John well enough that he's going to sprinkle something in. No. Okay, fine. I, I think, All biz it is. I think he will enjoy making fun of you. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But Low he knows fruit. you personally. There's a lot of other things he could say. Fair. You're not a good person, and you deserve this. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. We're back on the program. Thank you for staying with us while you're singing in your car on Highway 40. Joining us on the Sports Animal Hotline, friend of the show hotline, our personal friend and our professional mentor, man. John Traub joins us, GM of the Albuquerque Isotopes. John, how are you, brother? Hey, Fred, how's it going? Doing good, my man. Thank you for taking time out of your time to make time for us. But I think in my six years of sports broadcasting here in the city of Albuquerque, this might be the biggest story I've ever seen as the Albuquerque Isotopes announced new owners, Diamond Baseball Holdings. John, help me and the friends of the show understand what is going on with the ball club. Do I need to worry about changes? Do I need to be excited about changes? Paint a picture for me that I will understand, please. So, first of all, Fred, uh, Ken Young and his partners have owned the club for 20-plus years, ever since the team moved from Calgary back following the 2022 or the 2002 season, I should say. Um, 
they were approached by Diamond Baseball Holdings, a group that has purchased now up to about 25 different minor league baseball teams, and they're looking to grow that number uh, before opening day next year. And uh, it's a group of established uh, industry veterans who I've known for 10-plus years and very good people. And uh, Ken and his partners felt it was the right time to sell the club. Uh, but as far as what fans need to be concerned with or uh, wonder about, um, the day-to-day operation of the club is going to remain exactly what it's been. The, uh, the expectation levels from the fans can be exactly what they've been for the last two decades plus. We are going to be operating the same way. All of our staff, including myself, everybody is staying in place. And uh, it's a really exciting time because this group brings with them uh, a tremendous amount of resources. And hopefully we're going to see some different events at the ballpark. Uh, they've already uh, approved the investment of some new uh, LED auxiliary scoreboards that are going to be put in before next season. Let's go. So it, it, it's going to be a, a great scenario. And, and I'm also happy to say that Ken Young is going to be staying involved with the club. Uh, and right. so I'm, I'm thrilled about that because, you know, we've established a very tight relationship over the last 20 to 25 years. Oh, John, it's a very smart move, them keeping the front office in place. We know how fantastic you are and what you mean to the Albuquerque and surrounding areas community, so we're glad you're staying with. But what does this transfer of ownership mean for the fan experience? Is anything going to be different? i got to be honest with you, Van. There's not going to be a whole lot different. Um, Ken Young will still be at the ballpark. He'll still be mingling with the fans as he has has always done. Um, Ken is such a respected leader and owner and mentor in the game. Uh, DBH, Diamond Baseball Holdings, uh, is, is wise enough to know how much value Ken has. Sure. And they're also wise enough to know that we've got a pretty darn good thing going in Albuquerque, and uh, they don't need to come in here and upset the apple cart, so to speak. So they are, uh, they're all about staying local, being local, and letting us do the things that we've done for the last two-plus decades to be successful as we have been. Now, John, I don't necessarily know if every friend of the show knows the Colorado Rockies don't own the isotopes. The Colorado Rockies, uh, they pay the players and, like, the training staff and the coaches, and, and that's their involvement with the AAA affiliate. Is that going to change? Is it still going to be the Rockies? Is there any chance there's going to be another Major League Baseball team shopped for the team? No. You saw, okay. No, no, Vance or uh, Fred. So what happens is – uh, the, the agreements with between the, the minor league clubs and the major league affiliates, those were all 10-year agreements that were all signed prior to the 2021 season. So that, that agreement goes through the 2030 season, so the isotopes will remain uh, as the AAA affiliate of the Colorado Rockies uh, for some time to come. The team's not moving anywhere. We're not changing our name. We're not changing major league affiliates, and you're, you're absolutely correct. We are, you know, the, the club is not owned, was not owned by the major league club. In some situations, they are uh, still. There are some in, in minor league baseball that are owned by the major league club, but the isotopes have never been in that situation. Can you unpackage a little bit uh, what Diamond Baseball Holdings does? Because I'll be really honest, haven't heard of them until I got the press release today. Sure. So Diamond Baseball Holdings, Van, owns. 
uh, a myriad number of teams from AAA teams, AA teams, and so forth throughout the industry. The rules, the new rules that were put into place a couple of years ago allow for multiple ownership of multiple clubs. So this group is part of a, a larger group called Silver Lake, and uh, they are involved in things like uh, the World Wrestling Foundation. And uh, just to give you a little bit of, of, of name recognition there, they also they, they own so many different things. You can go online and see what the Silver Lake portfolio is. But the, the DBH people, uh, the CEO is a gentleman by the name of Peter Freund, and Peter uh, – uh, owned the Memphis Redbirds for quite a while. He's owned some minor league soccer teams. Uh, he still, I believe, owned one, owns one in uh, somewhere in London or somewhere in England. Uh, but he's also a min- minority shareholder of the New York Yankees. So we're not talking about brand new people who have never been involved in the sports industry. We're talking about and Pat Battle, the other person who is at the ownership level of DBH. He founded the uh, retail chain. Uh, fanatics and also started the whole college licensing program with right. merchandise and and all kinds of stuff that that has become such a big thing in our country with retail sales so these guys know what they're doing and and we're excited to be part of their family and to have the resources available uh, that they've made available to all their other clubs as well well and to dive into those resources for example uh, I know DBH owns the Memphis Redbirds. I know they know the own the Springfield Cardinals. The Springfield Cardinals, for instance, um, Van, I don't know if you know this, but Springfield, Missouri, where Missouri State is, they train groundskeepers every year. They have a degree in groundskeeping, right? Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a groundskeeper, John, do you now have a resource pool that you didn't previously have to bring in the most talented people in the country to help the Isotopes product? So, number one, we're not looking for a new groundskeeper. No, you're not. Um, That's an example. <laughs> but, but, using, but using your analogy, you're, you are absolutely right. I mean, in some fashion, because the way that our industry works, we're already tied in very closely with so many other clubs. But now, you know, for, for people, for, shoot, even for some of our own employees who might be looking for advancement, this might provide some opportunities for them to get on as a GM with a double-A club or even a triple-A club somewhere because you're already kind of within the family. And, and of course, like, you know, we're looking for a sales manager. So now we, all of a sudden we have a, a built-in um, uh, uh, stack of resumes, I guess, or at least a... Lost John for just one second there. Know one another so we can call each other and say, hey, I'm looking for such and such. Do you have somebody who might be a good fit? Yeah. So I think it's a great opportunity on all fronts for the for the employees, um, but then also for the club itself because we're always looking for people. The competitive edge, right? That's I'm a, I love the game. I love the industry. I'm a fan of the game. If your new ownership is, for example, also in the ownership group of the Oklahoma City Dodgers, how does that work with competitive on the field? Is there any sort of change in how you guys do schedules? Is there any sort of change moving forward in how these teams will match up when they play? Not in the least. And, you know, as minor league, one of the great things about minor league baseball, Fred, has been we, we do compete on the field, 
but there is no competition off the field, if you will. So we're all trying to help one another, et cetera. Uh, but you know what? The players for the Oklahoma City Dodgers, they, they're not employees of DBH. They're employees of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yep. Our players are employees of the Colorado Rockies. So, so nothing changes there whatsoever. It's just maybe the, the GMs happen to get together and go out for a couple of cocktails when they're together every so often. John, obviously, uh, DBH saw a lot of value in the Albuquerque Isotopes organization. Like, conversely right. to what you said about them being a resource, will you also be a resource to them, maybe a training ground for their employees, et cetera? You know what, Then We'll make ourselves available in whatever fashion they want. If, uh, if we can provide some assistance, you know, I've been doing this for close to 40 years. As I've always done, if somebody has questions or if I can be a resource, to help somebody or to help another club improve, then I'm more than happy to lend whatever knowledge I can. Um, but, you know, the beauty, like I said earlier, about minor league baseball is that it is so collaborative. We all are friends, and we all compare notes and figure out how to do things bigger and better, and that's what we're hoping is going to be the case. If they want us to get involved in some larger-scale fashion um, and organize some kind of meeting or seminar or whatever, yeah, we'll do whatever because we have a – we have the best staff in baseball, and, and I'll, go to, I'll go to bat with them any day of the week, and I'm just so happy that all those folks are staying on and, and that we, we have such talent and such, such camaraderie and cohesiveness, and you guys can see that with some of these great promotions and some of the great initiatives sure. that we sure. do. So we have a lot to offer the industry, but we also have so much to offer the community, and we're going to continue to do that. That's always been our number one focus, and it's going to continue to be that way. John Trapp, thank you so much, brother, for taking the time. Like we said, uh, we didn't know. We had no idea. And, and if you wanted to, you could shed light on how long this process took, and that's great. And if you don't want to, we understand as well. But, yeah, this one kind of came out of left field, and Van was the first call I made, and he said, why are you asking me anything? Call John Trapp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my, my well, bad. you know, sometimes these things do take a while to put together. And, you know, they're not done until they're done. And, quite frankly, this deal still has to be – you know, the I's dotted, T's crossed as far as Major League Baseball's ultimate ownership, or not ownership, but approval of this process. And that's, you know, that's expected to be taking place here pretty soon. But, um, you know, it's, our focus is, is putting on the great show for the fans, no matter who the owners are. There's a lot of our fans who have no idea who the ownership. They probably think I'm the owner of the team. And trust right. me, I'm not the owner of the team. But I operate <laughs> it, and our staff operates it as if it is our own. And uh, sure. I think that's one of the reasons why we've been successful. There's a lot of reasons why. But you know what, guys, when it comes to uh, next season, March 29th, opening night, or it's going to be a Friday night, Ken Young will be there, our staff will be there, and hopefully the fans will be there and we'll have some nice weather and we can enjoy the start of our uh, 21st season in Albuquerque. John Traub, thank you so very much, brother. All right, guys, good to talk to you. Appreciate you, John. Well, he did very good. Only always. This Diamond Baseball Holdings, I don't know how familiar you are with it. It's incredibly new. Okay. It is like a, what are we, 2023? I bet it's two years old. Yeah. And I think I have like a, and I'm 50-50 on what I'm about to say. I'm 50-50 excited because I love upstarts. I love mm-hmm. I love uh, the young professionals they'll bring in. I love the money they'll, in, they'll insurge. But like anything, you got to give me one year. Like I have to for one year 
be able to absorb. And I trust in John Trout. Yeah, and I absolutely. trust in the isotopes. I need one year to absorb because I know whenever the Memphis and Springfield teams, because you know I'm a Cardinals guy, uh-huh. that's that's where all my prof- my best professional associations are literally in St. Louis Cardinals radio. And I've heard that these guys got you. They got you the whole way. And I'm like, okay, that's really good or whatever. I was like, but do they have the fans? Like, Because that's the only thing I super worry about mm. is, like, does Diamond Baseball Holdings know exactly how fortunate we are to lead the PCL in attendance? And I believe we were, like, AAA Franchise of the Year in 2018, which mm. is very recent. And, it's, and again, I'm not, I'm not trying to even sound weird, but I want Diamond Baseball Holdings to come out in March. Hang out for the week. Hang out. Come out here on our 4th of July. Come out on our mariachis. Maybe they wore it last year. Maybe I right. don't know. Sure. But, like, make sure you understand that this thing that you are now the owner of, civically and culturally, everyone in town feels like they're a little bit of the owner of the isotopes, too. Sure. I, it's a big deal to me. And be, being involved with uh, Silver Lake as well. Silver Lake is a giant conglomerate. Here I'm seeing, I did my little due diligence real quick. Eighty-eight billion in assets. Yeah, generates two hundred fifty-four billion of revenue annually. Almost employs six hundred thousand people across the world. This is a giant corporation. Not going to be without funds. Yeah. Well, and on the sports side, like, hey, and I'm just again, I'm I'm barely scratching the surface of my understanding of this thing. Sidearm Sports runs their website. That's owned by Learfield. Learfield, if you're a New Mexico sports fan, University of New Mexico fan, currently, if you're formally. University of New Mexico, and now currently New Mexico State, Learfield runs all of their, like, properties, all their sports, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, yeah, all their outward looking. They don't anymore. It's a company called Playfly now over at UNM. But Learfield is the one, like, in the nation. Right. Like, you're already partnering with the best guys on every aspect of what you're using. Uh, sidearm Sports, like, for instance, that was the interface when I ran New Mexico Highlands University. Like, this is the, this is your data collection. This is your outward presenting. This is all your stuff. And it's not a joke. Like, this is, from everything I'm immediately seeing, this is big city money, this is big city ideas, and our city, which is becoming a big city. Sure. Albuquerque, big city? Almost. Almost a million people. Adjacent. Adjacent. Yeah. And that's tough for, like, friend of the show. I know we're going long, Cal, I'm sorry. But that's tough for a friend of the show who grew up here celebrating the Dukes. Who grew up here when this was a quote-unquote small town, mm-hmm. you know, before we got we, – uh, us in Denver were the exact same population in 1971. And, you know, look what happened in Denver, blah, blah, blah. We're, not, we're on our way now. Like, right. Albuquerque's almost there. Mm-hmm. Netflix sees it. Universal Studios sees it. Facebook sees it. Amazon sees it. Mm-hmm. Diamond Baseball Holdings sees it. Get ready. Get super ready. And also, don't think for a second – and we're not going to talk to the United later about the stadium. We're just going to talk about the playoffs and stuff and their big fundraiser. Don't think for a second that a company this big is going to have the be- second-best stadium in town. Don't think that for a second. Uh-huh. Watch the money pour in. Yep. Not your tax money, citizen. Watch the money pour in. I'm about it. I'm about it. It's a big deal. It's such a big deal. We didn't even mention the Savannah Bananas to John. Correct. Yeah. That's how big of a deal it the is. The only thing we should be talking about. Yes. Yeah. That's all I wanted to talk about. And I was like, well, probably should stay focused on the sale. I spent all weekend with Josh Sushan doing that uh, New Mexico Military Institute football game. Sure. Forrest Stolting was with us, who runs, like, the public, uh, the media stuff for the S-Tops. The whole time I'm like, 
What do I got to do to play? How do I get in the game? Mm-hmm. What 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 fundraiser do I need? How much money do I need to make? What do I got to? And they're like, Fred, please shut up. <laughs> yeah. Please talk about football. We're talking about football today. Hey, hey, John did a good job of having these guys keep it close with the vest, too, because we haven't heard peep. And no. we're friends with these guys. Like we're, we we are, were literally with Forrest last night. We're shoot friends. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's how this industry is. And also, you maybe the phrase we hear the most, I don't know if a friend of the show even cares about this, maybe the phrase we hear the most is off the record, off right. the record. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. We're off the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not even those convos. Could introduce me here. I'm getting a press release. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm, I'm everyone else now. Now I know. It's only my feelings. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Get back from the break. We continue today. We are just 12 short minutes away from Chanel. We see Carl joining us. We're going to talk about the big foundation fundraiser that the Somos Unidos is doing. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Obviously, we're going to jump into the world of NFL football as we so barely scratched the surface of recap over the weekend. Also, uh, Van, I'm undefeated in fantasy football. I'm not trying to be that guy right now, but everyone wants to be me. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, back live at the Horn YMCA, adjacent to the intersection of Indian School and San Mateo, 505-246-0610. Text your boys if you're off the highway. That's what we want to know about. Sports Animal text line. Did you make it home? And if so, how? how? And how long have you been listening today while in traffic? Is this, I want to see. I want to set a new record. Is this the day you caught us for more than your normal fifteen-minute commute? And you're, you're like, do these guys even like each other? I've, I've I've lived in Albuquerque for fifteen, about to be sixteen years, and today was literally the longest stretch that I've been in my car, stuck in my car. I don't go over the river to the west side during rush hour, no. so I miss out on that one. But this is the longest I've ever been in my car was today. One hour and six minutes to get from the heights to midtown. It was awful. Do you believe any of those decibel level things that stadiums? Ish. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. I, I, I know that they, they keep it a little close to the chest. And they might uh, leak it out a decibel at a time, just so you feel like you're the special, the special rose that grew from concrete that you're yelling specifically set the record, and then whoever goes to the next game gets to be that person too. So yeah, kind of ish. Guy on Twitter brought one. Ooh, yes. In Tr- Philly. In Philly. Okay. So at Citizens Bank Park. And I don't know about calibration. Sure, sure. I don't know if this is a one you got off Timu. Right. Like, I have no idea. But topped out at 111 decis when Harper hit that home run. Oh, my. You're like, Freddie, I don't know anything about decibels. Mm-hmm. What does that equate to? Holding a chainsaw right next to your ear. <laughs> okay. That's what that equates to. Uh, okay. But right next to your ear. That is right below the threshold of ear pain and damage. A jet engine is only 10 more decibels than that. (laughs) There's going to be an entire generation of deaf Philly fans. 
Yeah. Yes. When I went to the World Series in 2017, the Astros were trailing, and George Springer hit a bomb to make it a game again, and that place went bonkers. Like, I, I was deaf for about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes after that. It was like you can feel the energy yeah. in the air. Like the air was shaking. Mm-hmm. The building was shaking. Yes. Like I was so caught up in the moment that I really wasn't scared. But then once like the adrenaline wore off, I was like, that was like legit scary. Like I had this like feeling in the back of my head that this building might collapse there, on I, all of us right now. I grew up near a drag race strip and my mom was the pit like announcer, the uh, car 81, car 84, like whatever, like, you know what I'm talking okay. about? So we grew up with this drag race thing. It's not that loud. No. The drag race strip is right. not as loud as what we're talking about. Also, if you're a Philly fan right now, because you know how a Philly fan is, they, they're they all seeing this tweet, and they're all like, got to pump those numbers. Yeah. yeah. That's, we got to break it. We got to break it. We got to break it every single game. And Philly fans, for all of their faults, are like real sports fans. They really care. Yeah, they're really. They're not Dodgers no. fans showing up in the third uh-huh. inning. These guys have been tailgating all day. Correct. They're in there for the very first all, pitch. You meant to say all week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> their lives. Yeah, it's not like Dodgers fan showing up in the third inning. It's not like Yankees fans selling their tickets mm. to some corporate entity. Like, these people really care. Like, they really care. So they will absolutely bring their A game every single game. We tell you how to help the community with the New Mexico United wherever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, back live from the Horn YMCA. Come hang out with your boys if you can uh, brave the traffic. I just heard some YMCAers talking. They said, still can't get through. So if you want to come see us, leave yesterday now, <laughs> and we'll see you five minutes before they close. Joining us on the program in front of the show, Chanel see Carl. Chanel, welcome. Hey, guys. How's it going? Doing well, laughing a lot, talking about you, obviously, as the Someone You Need Us Foundation has their big fundraiser coming up. What's going on, friend, and how can we and the friends of the show help? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm glad we're laughing together. You're not laughing at me. You know, I just got here, so doing <laughs> a break. Um, no, thanks. Thanks for the question. Yeah, so we're having our second annual gala for the Somos Unidos Foundation. For those of uh, your listeners who may not know, that is the nonprofit arm of New Mexico United. So we're the big hitters on the community engagement side. Um, even though community is part of, you know the work of everybody at New Mexico United. And so on October 27th, we're gathering at Sandia Resort and Casino for a night of multiverse chic impact, um, lots of great auction items, lots of fun, lots of celebrations of the of us being in the playoffs. Um, and just a night unlike you've ever seen, a, a real, it's like Meow Wolf night at, at a United game, but at the next level. Chanel, I was there last year for the first one, and it was an absolute blast. Thanks for having me. What are we going to expect uh, from last year to this year? Sure. So we're keeping all the fun elements that we heard people really enjoyed. So the the metaverse chic 
dress code, first of all. Um, I'm sure people are going to be leveling up their costumes this year as it is the Friday of Halloween weekend. So that just gives us even more license to let our freak flags fly and really dress festive. And so some of the awesome costumes and and gear that you've seen in the past, we're, we're expecting that to be at the next level. I know that our staff is certainly, you know, ready to to bump that up. And then we have a fun new team component this year that I think is going to get really everyone's competitive, you know, side going. When attendees enter and, and do their registration for the ball, they're going to be assigned a team. They're going to get an emblem. They're going to have a whole backstory related to that team. So automatically they're going to be kind of sorted into a house, so to speak. And there'll be different, you know, monetary and non-monetary ways for them to accumulate points for their team throughout the entire evening. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, a Harry Potter house or a Game of Thrones house meets, um, you know, that metaverse. We're going through the portal to another dimension. It's going to be really sweet. We um, are going to have some Meow Wolf actors and performers in the, in the mix. So um, it'll just be a really cool, immersive experience. That's what we're going for. Uh, an event unlike you've been to before, not your same rubber chicken, even though we know, you know, those those have their place too. You know, we're a nonprofit. <laughs> we're trying to raise money for our programs. We can make a bigger impact across the state of New Mexico. So a scavenger hunt meets Harry <laughs> Potter and Game of Thrones meets the metaverse meets Meow Wolf meets a ball, meets a gala, meets uh, a lot of delicious cocktails. If that, you, that if oh, you yeah. put me on a team with a van, for me personally, it would be meets an escape room. I'm trying to get away from van. Sure. I would sabotage on purpose. I would, uh, oh, I, would yeah. want, I would want the finish last award. Yeah, put us in different houses for sure. It is Friday, October the 27th. Is that correct? Correct. At Sandia Resort and Casino. 5.30 to 11 p.m., silent and live auction. Obviously, the cocktails, all that immersive stuff you were talking about. But to be fair, there's dinner. There's an after party. There's kind of all the things that were really successful last year. How do individuals, how do friends of the show uh, reserve a table? How do they reserve a seat? What do they do? Yeah, visit theballnm.com. All the information and, and ways to purchase tables and tickets are there. If you don't have your 10 people for a whole table, no issue. We can do individual tickets just as well. And you can be placed at a table where you can make some new friends. It's going to be a great room. You know, we've heard from our small business friends up to our corporate partners that they're all really excited to be in a room uh, connecting with one another, getting to meet new people, maybe making some, some business happen. So we're happy to be a catalyst for all the friendships and deals that come from this magical evening. Individual tickets as low as 200 bucks. You can get a table of 10 van for two grand. So get all your friends together. Go out and support. It's the theballnm.com. And then you obviously just kind of click through there and, and get to where you need to be. Make sure, Chanel, that our friends of the show know who you support in your foundation. How does it help the kids in the community, and who are those kids? Yeah, so first and foremost, you know, our core mandate is that we keep the New Mexico United Academy team, which is our high school age competitive level for getting coaching from, you know, the the top level that you can get, really, like our first team coaches spend some of their time with the academy. And these kids have gone on throughout the years now to play D1, to get college scholarships, professional contracts like in the case with christian nava and so our mandate is to make sure they never have to pay to be part of that program and and dismantle that concept of pay to play that is pervasive in a lot of club sports and certainly in club soccer and it's 
a challenging system. So we're just trying to do our part in our corner of the world to make sure that any New Mexican that has the talent has the opportunity to really realize their excellence and um, go as far as they possibly can. So that's us pouring into soccer and making soccer the beneficiary of what we do. But a lot of what we do outside of that is actually using soccer as the vehicle for community change itself. So school visits and free community soccer clinics and getting our first team and academy players out into the community, meeting kids. I like to say putting the shield to work, you know, the shield has meant so much to so many of us. And as adults, we have the vocabulary to express it and to share it with one another. And um, we know it's, it's changed lives. It's saved lives. And so we're trying to squeeze all the juice we can out of that magic of the shield and share it with as many kids as possible across the state. All the buzz in the Albuquerque sports world is the new stadium. There are going to be some stadium news announced by the time of the ball? Potentially. That's above my pay grade. Um, but you'll have to talk to David Weesey <laughs> Carl about that. <laughs> I'm too focused on the playoffs to bring that up this week. But I know that conversation will circle back often throughout the winter. Anything we missed today, Chanel? Anything besides the ball and com? Oh, I just encourage people to get in touch with us and learn more about our work. The, the ballnm.com does have our links to impact stories as well, um, specific community clinics and programs that we're really proud of. So the ballnm.com can be your portal, see what I did there, to even more information about the Somos Unidos Foundation and how to get involved. How do donations work from a corporate standpoint? Is it 501c3? Is it 501c4? How, is, how does that work if an organization is interested in being a part of it? Yes, 501c3. Um, all of our, our programs fit under the philanthropic guidelines, so we are certainly available for any of those companies or individuals who are starting to plan their year-end giving. We would be honored to be a part of your philanthropic portfolio and um, are happy to take you know conversations and meetings so that people really see the, the way that their fingerprints can be on our impact across the state. SomosUnidosFoundation.org and TheBallNM.com. Thank you, Chanel. This was really nice. Yeah, no, I always love a chance to talk to you all, um, and I really appreciate you helping get the word out about this awesome event. You know, there's, there's going to be tickets available throughout the week, so I really encourage people to just visit TheBallNM.com to get more information, and don't miss this event because it is one that people – We've already heard they regretted missing last year, so they've been talking to us since January about making sure they get their spot this year. Better be about it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Chanel, thanks, girl. Yeah, thank you both. Talk later. Thanks, Chanel. She's so nice. She's the best. What she and the Somos Unidos Foundation do for Albuquerque and New Mexico yeah. is nothing short of fantastic. You went last year to this party. I didn't get to go. Um, I was I, I was working for New Mexico Highlands University doing the broadcasting obviously i think it was the one time last year i was like teed off that i missed a thing serious fomo i that was night. teed off yeah it was an amazing night had a lot of blast had a blast with a lot of amazing people yeah well we had like this is super inside radio but i hadn't lined out where it was how i was going to broadcast the game in las vegas new mexico i was going to come down do the thing i was going to you know meet the lady friend i had at the time and it ended up just being like too much hysteria and I was like, I was like, I don't need any weird energy from a party or a person or a or a or a, a obligation. Where I was like, I'll just stay in Las Vegas. And it was, and as I was staying in Las Vegas that night, I was doing the whole, like kick myself in the butt. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm missing the jam. So the ball in him. Dot com. Do that thing. Be a part of that thing. 
because um, it should be it should be a lot of fun. I am not available this upcoming week though, which is a shame. That's a bummer. Again, yeah. you need to so, schedule your life around yeah, this I thing, brother. Figure it out, dude. It starts early too. We're on air. Sure. Yeah, it's like a it's like a five o'clock doors open kind of thing. We'd have to get a special covering for the boys where they go party. I think that's yeah. doable. That sounds doable. Or we do it from there, and we just go straight to party. God, we would get asked to leave so fast. <laughs> it's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Some get laid back and enjoy the last seat. Get in. You know, Albert Ramirez is joining us on the program. Let's go. Albert, how you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Doing well. Staying busy. Uh, got a lot of great things going on at the Y right now. So, Dur- Director of your Horn YMCA, our very good friend, Albert Ramirez. What's up? You got this new gaming room downstairs? Why aren't we downstairs playing video games? Yeah, you should be. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's an amazing spot. Uh, we're, you know, kicking off esports, uh, esports leagues. You're right. So we're registering right now. Registration comes to an end at the end of this week. So if you haven't got signed up for that, come on in, get signed up. Go to our website, get signed up. But it's gonna, it's a pretty cool site down there. It is um, super cool. Yeah, we. Got to do a better job of showing people what it is, you know, when we market. But uh, once people see it, they're they're all they're bought into it, so they're excited about it. And once you get this thing going, it is going to absolutely take off because that's the coolest gaming room yeah, I've ever seen in my life. Once some kids get down there and get their eyes on it, they're going to go absolutely bonkers. It reminds me when I was a little kid and young adults and young adults. Yeah, sure. You remember when you were a kid and you used to watch uh, Hackers, like 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 those kind of things when you were a kid, and you're like. That's what I want. It's a cool neon room with yeah. cool video games. Well, That's what's at the YMCA. It exists. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 exciting. Uh, you know, we'll be opening it up too for like birthday parties, things like that. that oh, people, how cool! People want to do so. Um, you know, it, it's exciting. Everybody's excited about it. So we need to. Can we put up some cool posters down there? Like, do we need like some cool glow in the dark, like black light, two men on posters? We'll yeah, put absolutely. The 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 visual of it down there is just really cool. Yeah, it's right? super cool. I mean, all the lights, TVs, everything that's going on. Albert, who are these old guys on the wall? <laughs> yeah. Who are these guys? How come Vans always player two? <laughs> <laughs> so how many? So obviously, winter sports registration starts Monday. You guys do yeah. the traditional Y stuff, right? The the volleyball, the basketball, the little kid basketball, the older kid basketball. You're doing it all. Can I do both? Like, if I'm like a young kiddo member, can I play the esports and play the winter sports at the same time? Does it work that way? It, it, yeah, absolutely. So we, you know, we. Don't overwhelm parents, right, with any of our leagues. So typically sports practices once a week with a game on the weekends. Each sports will meet during the week. So, yeah, you definitely could do both. Great thing about it is if you're a member, it's all free to you. Let's whether, go. Whether it's sports, whether it's the eSports, you know, all of that is, in, is included with our uh, inclusive memberships. So and the other great thing, starting with this winter basketball registration on Monday, is that we are waiving all membership dues to family, single-parent family members that come in and sign up for sports till January. What? Say oh, that again. I love that. Say so, that again, but a little slower. So no <laughs> membership dues till January if you come in and sign up for eSports starting Monday during our registration wow. period. So, wow. That's giving it away. Li- yeah. Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> quite literally. That's right. 
So. You bring, are you bringing back Parents' Night, or did I just hear a rumor? No, no, we're still doing Parents' okay. Night. Yeah, so those happen on the third and fourth Wednesdays of the week. Again, free to families, right? So you can drop your children off. They have a great time here at the Y. Horn or McLeod. Horn or McLeod. Yep. And parents get to go out and enjoy a night out. So without the kiddos. And I want to make sure. We take care of that. I know I oversimplify it. A family membership is $68? That's correct, yeah. And for $68, you're telling me, they put kids in sports. And get rid of my kids two nights a, a month. I can come <laughs> and work out. They can come to the after-school programs. They can do all this fun stuff. And I want to make sure I understand. It's barely two dollars a day. It's barely two dollars a day. That's yeah. what I don't accept. Now, <laughs> after school, after school, and summer camps, things like that. We still charge for those, but it's it's a fifty percent off the the non-member cost. So it's still big savings for those. Super sweet. So your your winter sports, it's not just for professional young athletes. Like there's kids of all skill ranges can sign up and and play within their skill levels and and learn the game, right? Yeah. What's great about the YMCA is that you know we we kind of know our place in the sports spectrum in yeah. Albuquerque, right? And so, you know, one of the great things is is you know we're about teaching kids you know fundamentals and skills, but also character values, sportsmanship things of that nature as well. And uh, the other thing is every kid plays an equal amount of playing time, right? So it's not, it's not one-sided. We want everybody to participate. So everybody gets that equal playing time. Um, you know, they play eight games throughout the season. They practice once a week. Uh, on the advanced level um, leagues, they get a season-ending tournament. Um, so there's, there's a lot of advantages to being in the Y Sports program. You get to coach your kid too, Van. Which is like a fun thing. Yeah, volunteer coaches. Um, so great people give give up giving up their their time to come out and and work with youth. So it's wonderful. Is there? St- I used to run a community center, obviously, and I don't know if this is still true. Are our team parents are like team moms still doing like super Pinterest aggressive? <laughs> Like like snacks and stuff for the kids. Is that still a culture? <laughs> That's still a culture. It's so funny to yeah. me. Van, have you seen this? Yeah, We're, they have to outdo each other every week. <laughs> they're trying to dunk a roux on each other. Exactly. Like it's the funniest <laughs> thing. They, like, I get it. You want to do like Halloween themed snacks for the kids, but we also don't need to do fill in every obscure holiday every week. They do it and they love it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a good thing though. It's a good thing. You still riding high from your Cowboys win last night? Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be got get got um, break this weekend, so it'll be a two week high. So nice, yeah. Ride that one out for a little bit. Yeah, it is sweet when it works out that way. You uh, you know what you put on the list that I hadn't seen recently was your financial literacy stuff. Mm-hmm. Me and Van need to come to this November seventh, broadening your knowledge of investing. We unfortunately have more money than what we know to do with. And we do dumb stuff with it. <laughs> like, we need help understanding, like, where to put it, how it works. Who's the partner on this? How, like, how did you come to the point where you're giving to your members through the community? Yeah, so, you know, as a community organization, we're always looking for partners out, yeah. out and about that will come and do things for our members. Again, all free of charge, right? And so whether it's financial literacy or just doing health checkups or whatever the case may be, you know, we try to make those available to our members, and there's always partners out there in the community that are willing to come out and, and support those. So we try to take advantage of it. Tuesday, November the 7th, that's a 5.30 start, so we'll be on air. But, uh, yeah, come on and learn about it. You guys are going to do that monthly moving forward. That's the idea. Yeah, there'll be different different avenues uh, each month that we, that we uh, 
partner up with somebody in the community to come out and do something special for our members. Anything we missed, Albert? Uh, news, uh, treadmills, new equipment coming Ooh, in today what? and tomorrow. Is that at McLeod already? At McLeod, yep. McLeod's done, and tomorrow they're coming in and uh, doing horn. And so we're still investing in our members, uh, continuing to keep our facilities up to date. That's and, so sweet. And, uh, yeah, come check us out. You're talking like brand new. Brand I can come new. tomorrow morning. And run on a treadmill that no one's ever ran on. That's correct. Be I'm going to break it in or break it. One. Break it. Yeah, more like break <laughs> it. Yeah. Just, don't let me break the brand new treadmill, Albert. <laughs> Can you imagine the look she would get, like, in the cardio part? Like, they're, they're hard to break. They're hard to break. <laughs> so. Albert's like classic Fred mess around. Did it again. Albert Ramirez, thank you so much, brother. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Whenever Appreciate we get back, it. David Weesey, Carl, the New Mexico United previews. The upcoming weekend as uh, it's a big deal. Playoffs, baby. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. More New Mexico United talk here on the program as, well, simply put, they're the best sports team in all of New Mexico for the last, like, five years in a row. It's not even close. David Weesey, Carl, welcome to the program, brother. How are you? Hey, guys. A very, a very happy go fills to both of you. That's <laughs> uh, pretty sweet. <laughs> What's up with Bryce Harper? He's, like, the best. He's pr- pretty good at baseball. Uh, I would say... Uh, Game is just about to start here in LCS game two, and Nick Castellanos has already hit another home run. It seems like every time he hits another homer, he drops a button down on his jersey. So hot. He's going to have. He's going to be jerseyless in another two games. Yeah, I'm worried we're going to lose him to Miami, and they're going to change their name to Miami Vice. It's hot. Very hot. You can go to Sandia Casino Sports Bar this Saturday for the biggest watch party of the year. Obviously, you do all the United are going to do all the things they do. They're going to give away stuff. Is Chris Weehan going to be there? Is that a fact, or am I making that up? Beezer will be there live in person, signing autographs, hanging out, watching the match, and watching uh, New Mexico United go up there and beat Sacramento in the first round of the playoffs. Isn't that wild that that's about to happen? Because, like, five minutes ago, you weren't going to make the playoffs. You weren't going to be able to play anyone. It was going to be a complete rebuild. Bringing in the new coach was a disastrous decision. You guys have been distracted with too much stuff off the field. It was only about how cool your brand was and not how good it was. And now you're just a handful of wins away from being the best team in the whole dang world. You know, it's funny. We, we heard those things from outside, right? The, sure. the naysayers, the doubters. But I can tell you unequivocally, every single person in this organization, whether it's a player, a coach, front office, uh, whoever it may be, never for a second doubted that we were going to be making the playoffs and never for a second doubted that we we're going to make a run. So, you know, um, you're only as good as your weakest link, and our weakest link is pretty dang strong here at United, and we're, we're proud to be a club that represents the state. David, before we look forward, let's look back on this amazing run to sneak into the playoffs and put ourselves in position to do some damage. What was the key to this run? Good question. Yeah, I think it was a loss, honestly, um, which is maybe not what you'd expect to hear. But we went over to we went out to Pittsburgh, uh, who's a very good team. They won the the Supporters Shield, which means they had the, the best record in the entire league for the regular season. So they're a very good team. But we went to Pittsburgh and we did not play well. It was wet cold, rainy, 
Um, you can make any number of excuses that you oh, want to make, but the guys will be the first to tell you we did not play well, period, and we lost handily. And at that point, we were looking down the barrel of not making the postseason, as you said. And, you know, Kalen Ryden, one of the captains of this team, guy who's been here for four years now, loves everything New Mexico, wasn't from, isn't from here, born and raised in Oklahoma, but New Mexico has become him his home, and he and his wife had a baby here, and, you know, it's it's just he's become a New Mexican. He pulled the guys aside and told him he believed him, and he gave an inspirational speech, which we're going to put a video out on that, I think, either tomorrow or, or Thursday, but told the guys, we have everything we need to win a championship, but we got to have the mentality and we got to have the mindset and we got to fight like New Mexicans because that's what we are. And since then they haven't lost and they've made this run and they fought like New Mexicans and they've made our state proud and they're going to keep, they're going to do it again on Saturday when they beat Sacramento and take down the top seed. When's the last time we played Sacramento? Is that July? We played them twice this year. Uh, we played them once in July and once in September in July. We played them here at the lab, one of our best wins of the season. Again, they're the top team in the West. And uh, we beat them 3-0 here at our place. And then uh, in September, we went to their place and we tied them 0-0. Now there's no ties now because this is playoffs. So I like our chances. Well, and you're talking about that 0-0 and you're talking about that three-rip. What is Sacramento talking about? Because they think they got the tape on you, right? But this ain't the team they played in July. And the team you just mentioned, that tie – The boys have only won since then outside of that Pittsburgh game. How does Sacramento even think they can prepare for what I might identify as the hottest team in the league right now? We are the hottest team in the league, and I hope they think that they're prepared. Uh, We want that. We like being the underdog. Josh Suggs, who grew up in Las Cruces and has been here since since day one, has been a captain for for four years, for the five years of United, talked about that the other day. We like being the underdog. We like people thinking that they know uh, who we are and thinking that they can just beat us and – that's perfectly fine because when you're an underdog, you can defy expectations. And again, that's who we are. We're proud to be that, and we're going to win. I mean, how do, how do you match up against Sacramento as far as talent-wise on the pitch? Yeah, they, they've got a lot of goal scorers. You know, they're they're a very good team. They they're a very solid team back to front. They have probably the best goalkeeper in the league in Danny Vitiello. Um, but again, to, to Fred's previous point. They don't know this team, right? We beat them three rip. We, we drew them at their place, and they still don't know who we are because we have developed so much. We brought in several midseason signings, guys like Nicky Hernandez, guys like Jacobo Reyes, Andrew Thomas, um, Zico Bailey. They've made huge differences. Zico scored a goal the other day in the 4-1 win uh, to close out the season and clinch our playoff spot. They don't know this team. You know, They know the team that they faced and lost 3-0 to, and if they're preparing to face that team again, great because we're a very different team we don't look ahead we're not the guys we recognize saturday but the winner of this one has to play the winner of springs in san antonio is there someone i should be keeping an eye on there is there someone i should be rooting for for the united to have a home playoff game so we will not host either of those two teams okay uh, we are we are the eight seed the bottom team to make the the playoffs in the western conference so one to eight make it so the only way we could host a playoff match is if we get all the way to the USL championship final and we're playing the other eight seed out of the East, which is Detroit city. Is that likely? No, but we'll go anywhere. We're the Kings of chaos. We're the road warriors. And, you know, we played an entire season on the road before and we did just fine. So we uh, we'll take on any team in any place. You taking the curse out there with you. Any crazies going out there with you, Dave? 
Yeah, we got a ticket of allotment of about 60 tickets uh, for fans who want to make the trip out to Sacramento. Uh, if you want to go, I'd encourage you to check out the social medias of those supporters groups like The Curse, like Black Diamonds, uh, like La Maldición. They have the link. They've posted it there. If you want to go where you're black and yellow, support New Mexico United, do it. We'll, we'll be we'll be there loud and proud. And if you're staying here in town, you guys mentioned at the top, but the biggest watch party of the year, Sandia Sports Bar at Sandia Resort and Casino. Kickoff is going to be at 8 o'clock on Saturday night because it's obviously in California, 7 o'clock their time. And uh, and we're going to win this thing. It's going to be a blast. We're going to be giving away stuff. Chris Wehan's hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to have uh, giveaways, but we're also going to have a raffle for a team-signed jersey signed by the entire 2023 roster. Super sweet, um, cool. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a really good time. All right, hear me out, Van. We host Fall Fest on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We go over to Green Jeans. We support the YMCA mm-hmm. by buying beers from Santa Fe Brewery. Mm-hmm. We then get oh, an I'll Uber. Thanks for we the then, invite. We then ride with David <laughs> Carl yep. to Sandia. David Weezy Carl. <laughs> David Weezy Carl to Sandia. And we watched in Mexico United put it on those boys from the worst sack town. Then we go home. And that's a banger of a day. I think you left out the part where we end the night at Howie's Sports Page. Yes, obviously. good answer. Yeah. Insanely <laughs> good answer. After winning big on the roulette table, we finished the night at Howie's Sports Page. Over the air statewide, channel 7.2. You can get on an Xfinity, channel 386. I don't know what Sparklight is, but channel 28. Unless you're over on Roswell, channel 42. Anything we missed, DWC? Anything the fans or friends of the show need to know about this United game? Uh, other than the fact that we're going to win it and that uh, I'm hanging out with you boys all day on Saturday. Woo-woo. That's so awesome. It's so incredibly awesome. Let's go. But not all day because we'll be at the Fall Fest in Rio Rancho, and then we have to go to the Santa Fe Brewery at the Green Jeans, support the YMCA. No, I meant, I meant all day. Okay. <laughs> all right. We're in. <laughs> David, you're the best, brother. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thanks, David. Did he say go Phils? <sighs> he did not leave us with one this time. I think Cal cut Cal him off cut too him fast. Off. That's what yeah. he does. Uh-huh. He's going to call back. Yeah, call right back. Yeah, Go Phils. Go Phils. Click. Let's go. He's got the wildest story from Philadelphia mm-hmm. by way of Miami mm-hmm. all the way here. Mm-hmm. Transplanting is weird because you end up with weird fandoms. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the old one of each. Yeah, the yeah. sum of each. Yeah. You pick one from each city. <laughs> <laughs> Let's step away whenever we get back. Lots of NFL talk because – we haven't got a chance to really recap the weekend. Those Monday shows are so tight. They're so tough. But we'll do that after this. I also, that Monday Night Football, let's start with the Monday Night Football game. Deal. Reaction to the Cowboys when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This pen to pad is word to mic. Dear listener. Be- Back live on the program. Mail order delivery. That sounds super tough. I do like that one. They wrote. They ain't right back. I appeal to the openness of mind as I seal this piece with the frigidity ready seen in time. Climb atop my head. I could be this type of rapper. Like a spoken word guy? Yeah, like a spoken word <laughs> like rapper. 
spoken word. They just put music behind it. There has to be some sort of spoken word thing here in town that I obviously don't know about. When I lived in Northern California, I would go to it. Have you ever been to one? Oh, absolutely. They're terrible. There's nothing good or redeemable about them except for this part. This is going to come as no surprise to you. <laughs> I've done poetry in front yeah, of people before. Was it stupid? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Cal, you've been in entertainment a long time. You ever you ever get up and film a microphone and stand on top of a shag carpet and just tell people how the man isn't the man? Negative. I've always spent <laughs> my time mixing. I've never been on in front of a microphone. Gosh. I would have a few drinks and try it sometime though. You did do that. You did the levels for those people, yeah, though, right? Yeah, yeah. There's only one level more yeah. bass. <laughs> exactly. I woke up in the morning, but it wasn't this morning. <laughs> People are like, this guy is so interesting. The reaction is always based off, this is going to sound so cliche, the attractiveness of this per- of the person. It kind of helps. It's the only thing that matters in spoken helps. word. Yeah. Nothing matters. Man, boy, does this white guy with dreadlocks know a lot about race relations. <laughs> <laughs> You could do one tomorrow on traffic jams. Yeah. Uh-huh. And people would be like, oh, I could totally relate. You're like, okay. The 40 and I 40 stands for minutes. <laughs> and that's how late I was to the program today. I 40. More like 40 questions I asked myself about my life. <laughs> Question one, why? <laughs> people are like. Ooh. <laughs> he's so existential. He's so wild. In the heart of the city, where dreams and cars collide. <laughs> if you think spoken word is art, you're so stupid. <laughs> I'm tired of this daily ritual, which takes us for a wild ride. Ooh. That's how that's spoken word, dude. Mm. I hate it. Or like it's all double entendres, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the city lights, but the brake lights allure. And you're like not a sentence. That's you're 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 reaching on that one, yeah. Tucker. <laughs> the urban jungle. <laughs> like stop, stop with your sp- stop just saying things. Spoken word. I know that's what this is. You're not saying anything. You just copied a Mad Lib that yes, you did 12 minutes ago in the bathroom. Your one on traffic jams is also your one on teen pregnancy. <laughs> Same like, thing. Figure it out. You're in such a rush to work. Your life is a blur. And they're like, and you're, like you're, oh, right, I feel fine. the snap slowing. Oh, man. Do better. Not as snappy this time. Yeah. <laughs> We're all just creatures in this sea, but we're not sea creatures. And then they stop. At the, and then you're like, oh, you lost them. Cha. Cha. Oh, that's the, <laughs> I forgot about that. That's their exclamation point. The best ones are the ones where there's also like a three-piece drum set up on it. And there's like somebody like with the rasp on the cymbal. Mm. <laughs> yeah, two bongos. And like... <laughs> <laughs> Two two bongos and one nickel plated colander up there for for some reason. And the performance room smells like your parents' bedroom when you were a kid. <laughs> and you're like, what is what is this? Is this 
Is this weed and love? Weed and <laughs> weed and patchouli? Is that what this is? <laughs> oh god! Everything smells like oatmeal raisins. These cars—they're all tangled in a spree. When will we be free? And people, people like he's again. This is all very superficial. Like you're not actually, you're not actually breaking in traffic today. That's not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic does suck today. God, it was awful. Cowboys game last night, I called it. You sure did. It started before it started. What are they fighting on the sidelines for? Like, what is this? It's happening every game Every now. game. Cut it out. Stop. Stay on your side of the field. This isn't WWE. It's like a real sport. Yeah. It, it's fine if it's WWE. Yeah. And WWE, that's part of the allure. That's part of the thing. It's part of the allure. And this thing, that's not part of the thing. Yeah. Quit trying to stab people with cleats. And it starts like this. I know a guy over there. I know you do. Mm-hmm. We all went to the same six colleges. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You're all from Nick Saban's tree. Yeah. You, hey, do you know Trevor Bauer? We all got tricked by that same girl. Like, we get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, we get that you know someone over there. Yeah, but I hate Yeah, we know you hate him. We get it, man. We get it. Yeah, he got some money, which, you know, you know no, 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 no. We get I don't want to mm-hmm. jog over here. Yeah. <laughs> That guy in a different colored shirt went to a different college than me in Alabama. <laughs> we can never be friends. You think the climate is hot? Pre-game brawls are hot. <laughs> that, I was trying to do both. Yeah, yeah, I I really, That's okay. I really struggled. I appreciate the effort. If we did a whole spoken word episode of this show, you give me one day to write. If you were to be like Freddie. I could do it for but, three hours. Forget it. The hour and a half show. I'm not going to torture myself. <laughs> <laughs> if we grab a Monday oh. or a Thursday where we're preempted by National League football. By the way, Sports Animal home a Monday and Thursday night football. And you'd be like, okay, here are, here are how, many, how many segments would that be? Six. six. Here's our six topics, Fred. You have to go six minutes on every one. And we'll hand off. We'll take turns. Naturally. We have to go spoken word. Number one, not only could I do it, I would excel at it. Right. And then afterwards, people would be like, yeah, I mean, it was really funny, but, like, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you have a future in this thing. Just get on the show and read our horoscopes or And something. we can never break the fourth wall. We do not talk about it. We just do it. Yeah. We just do it. Don't joke about it. Don't laugh. Do it completely deadpan for an hour and a half. And it becomes one of the – do you remember – do you remember uh, the 1996 episode we did last week, like so very recently? Like the Royal Rumble episode we did, or the right. Billionaire Rumble? Billionaire Rumble. Like we just start just one-offing all these stupid episodes, mm-hmm. and people are like, like these guys are they're good at entertaining. They suck at sports. <laughs> and it's like, well. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, you got us. We've read the reviews. Correct. Uh-huh. I've seen my Yelp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the thing, too, with, like, the friends of the show who tune in so very regularly, thank you. Thank you. And the feedback we get, the social media is more live than it's ever been. The mm-hmm. texture is more live. And we're not dumb. Welcome back to Sports Talk. Yeah. NFL football is back. Welcome back. Yeah. You we, took the summer off. We Welcome get back. it. We love that you're here. We love that you're sitting in your car right now on Highway 40 or one of the three-way streets. Not going anywhere because we did the same thing today. Thank you for taking time with us. Laugh a lot. Laughed a lot at Howie's sports page last night watching the football game. Here's what I think, man. You keep putting the Cowboys on primetime, 
you're going to get a lot of eyes. Sure. But you're never going to get a lot of eyes on a good product. And I don't, the NFL doesn't need help. They don't need to showcase their best stuff, whatever they're doing great, right? But I feel like every time I watch the Cowboys on primetime or the Chargers on primetime, they both play the exact same game, which is down to the opponent. Right. And they're playing down to the opponent, and they both just want to lose. It seems like they so desperately tried to give that game away, and the Chargers wouldn't take advantage of chance after chance after chance that they had. And L.A. is just literally, they're really chargering it. I don't know what other word to say. Yeah, just, gonna... Justin Herbert's 24-24, and 24, and I feel like I only see him lose in primetime games. They're staling themselves. That coach should have been gone two years ago. He's the worst. I'm sure he's like some kind of mastermind coordinator, why he has such a long leash, but I don't see it. And this makes a horrible decision after horrible decision and cost them literal wins right. multiple times a year. He like has a negative war. His coach his coaches have sabermetrics, wins above replacement. They do. He has a he has a negative one. There's something weird as well with ESPN trying to make me see false narrative. No offense to Kellen Moore. Like, no offense. Kellen Moore was fine at Boise State. Had that one cool play. Yeah. Kellen Moore was in the NFL for however many years he was in the NFL. Yeah. Proved to be a pretty good offensive coordinator in Dallas. You don't have to tell me that there are stories here that aren't stories here. I don't need close-ups of this dude's face every – oh, God, I'm about to sound like old man slow – between every single back-to-back-to-back-to-back punt mm. that I'm watching on Monday Night Football. So many punts. They stay punting. If you were a special teams fan, boy, do I have the game for you last night. The least clutch team in the history of the NFL, the Chargers, and the highlight, and I'm not trying to sound insensitive, and I'm definitely not trying to sound racist, is the fan, the Chargers fan, they kept showing all night, celebrating for the Chargers this, like, Little Asian gal, yeah, getting loose. She she should Having get fan the of the year the entire time. Hey, she she was on McAfee today. Are you serious? She was on McAfee. No, today. she went viral overnight. Oh my god, dude! She went from celebrating at a football game to being on Pat McAfee. This is real, real. Seriously, the fan. I did not see any of this. The fan. <laughs> That went viral on the game last night was on McAfee today. That is not a joke. Doing what? Just being interviewed. Talking about her fandom? Being a fan. The Chargers have to give her the world. Season tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Season tickets. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And in in our slider in the box with the owner do something. The St. Louis Blues years ago found a guy on Twitter who a black dude from like the inner city knew nothing about hockey. And he like caught something on TV and he was like, this game looks kind of wild. And the Blues are like, come out. They on they have this dude out. He's live tweeting from the Blues account. He's <laughs> like he's like this is and I don't know if it's real or work or whatever, sure, sure, right? Sure. But he's like he's like this game's crazy cool. Like what? Like give this gal that treatment. Like give her the all everything inclusion. Because ESPN and I guess now Pat McAfee and obviously the LA Chargers, they're making a dollar off this gal. You know it. I'm glad she was on there because I felt. Kind of weird even bringing it up because I wanted to be like, that's the happiest Chargers fan. That's how I wanted to describe it. But that's not the way I felt it was being pushed by the TV, which was this person's energy is weird. 
<laughs> like, I I just thought they were highlighting a super fan because she was going bonkers, bonkers, like unlike a football fan. Okay, you cheer, you yell, you clap, you pump your fist. She was like having seizure adjacent behavior on live television. I thought it was like a celebrity at first. Right, I was like, I was like, are they trying to? Does Justin Herbert have his own version of, again, not trying to sound insensitive or racist, does he have his own version of, like, overseas Taylor Swift? Like K-pop Taylor K-pop Swift. K-pop Taylor Swift that uh-huh. I don't know about? Yeah. And I was like, is the TV promoing, like, the new electro drop that's going to come out? Sure. That's literally what I thought. But I, they never put a name up, or they never did, a, like, a lower third. And I'm that's the stupidest way to talk on radio. They never put a graphic saying, like, her name or right, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like... This is wild that she's on TV so many times. Yeah, she was the focal point of the game. The other uh, 11 or dozen or Baker's dozen Chargers fans there, they were like, why not us? <laughs> why, why aren't we getting attention? Yeah, we finally showed up, put us on yes. camera. <laughs> so many Dallas fans in L.A. Oh, everywhere you go is Dallas fans. That might be the number one market, right? For Dallas fans that isn't Dallas, L.A.? Probably Phoenix. Maybe, hard maybe. Yeah, probably Phoenix. They're, sh- they're showing that gal. Herbert rolls out, throws the touchdowns to uh, whatever Seven's name is. It don't matter. And beforehand, they're showing her freaking out with her glasses on. And then he scored a touchdown, and the glasses are lost. Yeah, where's the glasses? <laughs> She's doing the YMCA like thing with her arms. By the way, we're at the Horn YMCA today. And just a cameraman like in love with her energy weird though like i was captivated i was captive like it's all we were talking about yeah no i I get it at the end of the game uh herbert throws that interception and me and you were sitting together and we're like don't show her don't show her don't oh she's like she's like double like like fingers through her hair Mm -hmm. like if you were to try to pick spaghetti out of her hair we're like really this isn't stop it espn stop exploiting this lady but good for her yeah she made She's on Pat McAfee. Shoot, she has some kind of deal out of this. Well, and ask Aaron Rodgers. Pat Pat pays for you to be there. Like mm. that's the that's the pickup. More recap of the NFL. Whenever we get back, there was two good games. They were both Florida-based teams. That's where we're going to spend our time. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Channel. Flex for now, I'm no stranger. I make it hot to death, to death. Hot to death, to death. You can see me flex for now, I'm no stranger. Back on the program. I tear things, right? I don't have a favorite thing. I have tears of things that I enjoy. Like, I'm an adult. I no longer have a favorite color. But there are tiers of, like, things I know go well, like, in wardrobe, right? Okay, cool. sure. I don't have a favorite pro wrestler. I have tears. Okay. I don't have a favorite food. I have tears. Okay. I don't have a favorite sport. I have tears. I do have a favorite head coach, and it's Mike McDaniel, and it's not even close. He is such a dude. He is incredible. He's got the best press conferences. He's the best at smack talking. He's the best at making reporters look stupid. And, oh, by the way, he's innovating NFL offenses. He is changing the game. In Did you say s- NFL offenses or bad lip reading? 
Yes. 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 All of them. He's so good. He's changing the game in a span of a month and a half. Yeah. People are already mimicking his offense Correct. after a month. We saw it multiple times last night on Monday yeah. Night Football. Yeah. People are trying to, in real time, steal his offense. He does NFL football the way that I played Madden, where he's like, give me the fastest ones and put them at the skill positions. I just need the fastest ones. And he literally has that. He has them all. At every position, he has the fastest ones. And then he's like the coach, and you were talking about it, where you're like, like all these soundbite things came out from the game over the weekend. The NFL mics him up because they're super smart. Yeah. Also, I think he gets paid a pretty penny for that, and I think he knows that. You know it. But his... Like, whatever, plays called, right? Whatever. Omaha. Right? And then. Yeah. And it takes half an hour to get out of his mouth. Correct. And then he's like, <laughs> now go score. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, cool. that's how boys talk to boys? That's like whenever you were a kid and you would play Halo with your buddies on the headset. And you're like, hey, we're going we're gonna to go into the thing here. We're going to get the shoot the guy. And we're going to pull the and go capture the flag. Like, oh, okay. Like, it's that easy? This is the NFL. He's making it look that easy. Except for that one ass whipping in Buffalo, he is making teams look foolish. Yeah. He's the smartest guy in the room in this scenario, smartest guy on the field, and he's making experienced, lifelong football coaches look like fools. He said last night, or he said in this mic'd up thing from over the weekend, he said, I'm fighting myself and myself is winning. And I go, same, bro. Like, I heard that at a spoken word night. Like, I could not be right. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the guy that's going to do it forever, right? And where else do you want to? You're in the best city. Hey, there's a lot of cities in the country. None of them are Miami. Miami is, you're talking about tiers. Miami is top tier. America. That's city. top tier. Yeah. Literally, like, there's, there might be a better city than Miami. There's not a better tier of the tier that he's in. It redeems Florida for me. Yeah. That's how dope Miami is. Is this a cool nickname? Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Is that a cool nickname? I don't think that's going to stick. All right, it's pretty good, good for uh, this segment, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's legit hilarious. Yeah. Like, he's the anti-Belichick. He's like mm-hmm. bizarro Belichick. He's Belichick with an outgoing, fun personality. And obviously no one's going to do it forever, but he looks like he's the genius that the NFL's been waiting for. You know I'm low-key a Finns dude. I've been low-key a Finns dude long, long time. But I don't – a team, you know. What I'm really appreciative of – and I'm 38. What are you, 42? One, thank you. I'm 38. You're 41. We're not quite there. We're not far off. But there's friends of the show – that are boomer adjacent, that hate people that approach professional life like this. There are people out there that, and by the way, because they were never diagnosed with like being on the spectrum, like because they didn't try to do that when people were growing up in their age, they don't realize just how difficult of individuals they are, believing that the NFL can only be done one exact way. If you don't do it that exact way, you are obviously ignorant and irrelevant to the entire existence of the thing. Right. And Mike McDaniel has shown up and has bucked the entire system. Correct. There was a guy who did this before him. By the way, got hit with a car today, Terrell Owens. 
You see this? I did not see oh, that. Hey, while I'm talking, Google Trello and hit by a car. Oh, my goodness. So, that sounds awful. He was playing a pickup basketball game, and I get running off at the mouth, and some guy, like, bumped him with the car, which is not, like, significant enough to be a segment on the show, but I'm just going to mention it right now. So a guy, it wasn't an accident, like he's while he's out jogging? So, I mean, you read, Some guy hit it on purpose? I mean, you interpret TMZ however you want. I'm okay. telling you, I have seen a lot of pickup basketball where there's just some guys jarring, and maybe Trell Owens is standing in front of the car. Maybe the guy's like, move, bro, or I'm going to hit you in my car. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I'm telling you what I've seen existed in the world before. I've seen that existed in the world before. Okay. Is that the story you kind of took That's from it? That's what I see. So, with that said, Trell Owens showed up and started doing this 15 years ago, where he started playing better than everyone else playing and doing it with a swagger and with a public understanding. He's got moxie. He's got it. Kid's got some panache. So, for no reason. He's full of chutzpah. For no reason. Everyone, the generation above us and the generation above they, like, I hate this guy. Probably veiled in racism, if we're going to be obvious. Yeah, there's that element. There's that element, yeah. but... He never did any of the weird off-the-field stuff that all these other dudes did. He was just a guy who wasn't doing it the exact way that Jerry Rice was doing it, that yeah. wasn't doing it the exact way that Tim Brown was doing it. Right. And that's Mike McDaniel showing up, showing off. And there's probably a little bit of racism when people hate Mike McDaniel, too. Oh, say Because I'm not even sure what he is. I have no clue. I know the name Mike McDaniel, what that sounds like, but it doesn't match his face. He's got like a Pete Davidson face where you don't even know what he is. What are you like, black Arab Italian? Like how does how does that work? What are you with a Irish last name? You got all the stuff. Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live last week, not that good. I thought his opening speech was pretty powerful. Oh, you feel that way? I was impressed. Uh, I was impressed. Okay, it made my eyes water. But he, Ooh. Uh, let me go back and rewatch. Okay, yeah, try to get listen. Yeah, check out the first. The very first message. Not his whole monologue. One good joke. Monologue kind of missed me. But uh, that opening speech was very powerful. Hey, you know what I'm going to say to you right now? I might have missed whatever part you're talking about because I don't have any emotion of that part. Oh, okay. Yeah, so let me, let me revisit check it. that one. I'll again. do it during the break. In my shoot life, in my everyday life, if a guy were to de- – and again, this is from the mic'd up I saw this weekend. If a guy were to say a sentence to me and then deadpan LOL, I would be so upset <laughs> – <laughs> I would say people don't talk like this. He's he's legit funny. He's legit funny. Also, it's nice to have a stereotypical like millennial coach in the NFL yes. that I can super relate to. Yes, I, I was tired of not feeling represented. Right. That is that is my approach. Sean McVay is not our people. Mike McDaniel is our people. no. Doofy quirks are my people. Yes. Person who's so very mad. Cookie cutter. Cookie cutter coach speak, yeah, is one of the things I despise the most in this universe. And if you want, keep loving Dan Campbell. Like, right. keep being over there in the I love that's Dan fine. Campbell. No, I, that's fine. I support you for that. He's a dude. I'm into Dan Campbell too. That's not your boy. No, Mike McDaniel's that dude. That's my dude. Yeah. So I'm in now. I'm fully bought in. If they make coaches jerseys, I'm buying one jersey. So, I'd buy so, a jersey. Okay, so you can. You could do that. <laughs> so you're off. You're telling me you're off of the Garner Minshew fanboy train and now you're on the mike mcdaniel exclusive fan until the nfl season ends in february and dan campbell and mike mcdaniel team up for a buddy cop movie that i go and see multiple times in a row okay excellent 
That would work. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. As per Van's recommendation, I took him to Pete Davidson monologue. Pretty good. I thought it hit the spot. Pretty good. It wasn't too preachy. It wasn't too scripted. I felt like a, a dude speaking from his heart. You know, unprecedented times, right? Like unprecedented times. And, you know, we didn't, well, first of all, we were told not to. But we didn't hit on any of the Middle East stuff. It was it was unfolding, still currently unfolding. Because this is not the spot. This is, right. there's outlets for that. Right. Also, I encourage you to have multiple outlets for that. If there's a narrative that you often hear from a singular source, please find more sources. Correct. Cool. Yeah, diversify your Do information. That. Unfortunately, because we're in such unprecedented times, we get a lot of those Pete Davidson style monologues right? before sport, before entertainment, before arts. Yeah. And to me, I'd like to never hear another one. You know, I'd like to, and I'd like to not never hear another one because we're so muted to, or we're so adjusted to, or, you know, we're at the YMCA right now. There's a million kids running around as we speak. Right. Where we're so desensitized because our kids do active shooter drills every single month now. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. But that's not this program. That's not sport. That's not Saturday Night Live. You, I mean, you come to this program to take you away from that. Find stuff. that distraction. We have a good time. Yeah. We laugh. We joke. We make fun. We're the program that takes you away from that. Tries to. Attempts. Yeah. Because it's but, always there, right? There's like, in my opinion, and the first one that ever got me was David Letterman. David Letterman did one. This was after 9-11. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Buck did one after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And I think I've only heard the exact same message every time over and over again. The Pete Davidson was nice. You know, it's talking about the conflict in the Middle East. Yeah. He was a victim of a terrorist attack during 9-11. But if we could ever in any way find a way to where just stop harming each other, jeez. This it's a very divisive topic, obviously. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of politics, a lot of worldviews mm-hmm. involved, but one thing we could all agree on is innocent people caught up in the horrible decisions of other people just don't deserve no, it. Wild. People, you know, the the Israelis who were attacked and harmed, just innocent people, civilians living their lives. Everyone in Gaza, the Palestinians who are going to be victims, just citizens, people, families, kids. They obviously don't need to get caught up in this by the the horrible decisions of an extremist group and an oppressive government. And we have this conversation every so often when, you know, we use like the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Olympics are coming up. They're about to be in France. You know how many segments we're going to do on bed bugs in France? A bunch, because we can, Mm -hmm. because it involves the Olympics. Mm -hmm. We'll also talk about how Russia's not going to be there. We're also going to talk about the United Federation of unhoused Olympic athletes that are going to come together under a common banner to compete. That'll be some Russians. And bang. Did I say unhoused? Displaced. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And bang, yes, 100%. So much banging at the but, Olympics. Hey, but not in a bed in France because <laughs> no. it's not safe. No. Don't get on the subway. 
Just don't. Oh, God, what would you do? I bring a trash bag to sleep in? Like, what would you do? Yeah, I'd cover yourself in Vaseline? I don't know. Dude, I would, like, I would never, ever. I got, I got like, little bites on my ankles one time from, like, staying in, like, a hotel. Been there. And I was like, I'll, I'll, burn, I'll burn this hotel to the ground. Which they but should. That was my. You never get rid of them. Once they're there, they're just there forever. You get rid of every piece of possession that you have, and, and you start fresh, probably in a new city or state. This wasn't even like an overdose in. You know what I mean? This All was right. like a, like a I don't know, the, the pool and hot tub, nice hotel thing. Yeah. You know, better than continental breakfast. And I'm and I'm like, hey, heads up, like I got you know I got these things or whatever, and they're like, nah. I'm like, nah. No, hold on. Hold up. <laughs> Are you telling me my experience isn't valid? Like, you want to see? Like, I, I can show you. Oh, dog. I remember I put my entire suitcase in a trash bag. This is real. And I let it sit in that trash bag, like, on the blacktop. You know what I'm talking sure. about? Like, yeah. just let it sit there for weeks. Sizzle. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cook it out of there. <laughs> Get gross. Get grosser. I think I threw everything away except for the suitcase because it was like a nice suitcase. Like, I couldn't chance got, it. Okay. The clothes, whatever. You know, you just replace the clothes. Yeah, I can get new Levi's. They're not made the way they used to be. They're affordable now. Hey, but this Samsonite, we're fumigating, baby. You know, I got that Swiss gear, dude. I got nice stuff. Like, I'm not trying to flex right now. Like, all my all my everyday carry stuff is nice. But, like, my stuff that I never need. I got so many Harbor Freight tools. I don't care. about. Like, I use that one time. Orbital yeah. sander, one time, no big deal. Yeah, instead of, like a pro tip here, instead of renting a tool you're going to use one time, go buy it from Harbor Freight. Yeah, it's it's not the good. same price. By the way, the kind people at also, Harbor Freight. Get a warranty. Yes. Get a warranty if you're shopping at Harbor Freight. If your tool name is a city, mm-hmm. just be careful. Like, it's it's not the brand you think it is. Yeah, Chicago what? Indonesia? <laughs> Chicago, China? Yeah, sure. I used to run this. I know we're doing nothing at the end of the show, so thanks for hanging out with us for another show. Cool. The, Couple minutes, guys. I used to run this soapbox derby, right? Like I've like organized and ran a soapbox derby, and you go down this big old hill. It was the whole thing, right? And I would see like last minute some of these like organizations, families, parents, or whatever, like putting what I identify as questionable hardware. And I'm like, you're about to put your kid in there. You put your child in there. I don't like. Don't skimp on this one. <laughs> They're about to soapbox down. You're the Chicago Electric of soapbox derbies. You ever go back and watch the Little Rascals movie, like as an adult? Have you? I have not. I would strongly encourage you to. It's very different from when you watched it as a kid. Okay. It's the exact same film. Your interpretation of it incredibly different. That soapbox derby they built that like fell apart or whatever. That's the same one the adults were building. Like in my shoot life. I wish I would have watched the Little Rascals instead of the Continental. I can never Is that have, an Amazon thing? I could never have those six out. That's the John Wick. With Mel three. Gibson? Yeah. No. It is, aw- it is awful. You watched all of it? I watched all of it. I got to talk to you about how it's okay to quit stuff that sucks, dude. I just It just seemed like it was about to get really good, and no, it never did. It never. This, hey, the soundtrack was a banger. Cinematography was fantastic, but the show was horrible. Akron, Ohio is the soapbox capital of the world, okay. apparently, according to the Sports Animal Live chat. That's friends show Craig. Thank you. So there's a little useless trivia. 
All right. They don't soapbox that. We have plenty of hills. Why don't we soapbox? That's a good point. Why, does, why don't we, you and I, as directors of the board of the YMCA, mm. create the soapbox derby, put out hay bells, do the whole deal, funnest thing you could possibly do. And we start at the ski lift on top of the mountain. I don't hate that. And we go all the way to the river. And the kids start calling it <laughs> devil's backbone, and we're yeah. like, yes. Yeah. yeah. You get it. We're, we're just that much too old to where, oh, man, this These sucks. old guys will never get this. <laughs> oh, we do. Cal, good job today. Great being here with you guys. Van, it was nice to be at the Y, huh? I love this place so much. Final words, brother? Um, I wish I would have went to the Y today, but I had to sleep in because I had too much fun at Howie Sports Page. I they're not going to be talking about that tomorrow on opening drive at Jeff and JJ, but they're going to be talking about all the sports hot takes in the universe, so don't miss that. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow from ABQX, Burke.